Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 350, the first full Spawncast of the year. Last year, kind of that half episode, but it was it was a lot of fun. Tonight, though, had to bring in the one and only Jeff Grubb. Happy to be here. This is great. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm glad we can make it happen. It's uh, I think our, our, our ships were crossing the night a few times. We tried to make this happen before, but uh, now I'm, I'm happy to be here in 2024. This yeah, is busy, great. Busy guy. You're all over the place. Yeah, it got, it got way busier in like the last year, too. It's, it's a good kind of busy. It's the kind of busy you want where it's like, oh, everything's paying off and all that stuff. But um, yeah, it's it's really cool to be back here. Uh, I love listening to the show still. You guys still put on a great show. Good to hear. Good to hear. Yeah, we. Uh, I, I remember you last year. You were at the summer summer game fest E three. What, what you were at summer game fest, weren't you? you did, like, oh yeah, a whole yeah, yeah. Section right. Yeah, uh, we, we we did our own like night show like uh, yeah, yeah at summer yeah, game yeah, fest yeah. three nights back to back. Yeah, and we had a okay. bunch of people over to the offices out in L A. It was a good time. Had, had Phil Spencer's come sit on the couch. It was a good time. I tried to get you out there. I told I'm you to, who get to Jeff email. I'm on the phone next time, and I'm coming out. Yes, in, we'll make it my happen. My invite was lost we'll do, in the mail. Okay, we'll do, uh, we'll do one of those triple phone calls with back like they had back in the day. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll make we'll make it happen. I'll get on there with you. I'll get out there. He gives me, yeah. he sends the invite. I'm out there. I'll, I'll come out. I All will. Right. I'll, I'll come. Can you tell him to invite Black Keeley too. Oh, let's just. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> we have, uh, we have, we have OJ with us holding up pre-show. Yeah, it's fun. Good to be back once again. Uh, starting off the year with the full spawn cast. Looking forward to talking about some games and stuff. So, yeah. Got Josie well with us, Josie. Yeah, happy to be back. Uh, I started a playthrough of Metroid 2 on the Game Boy. So that's been interesting. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. What, what, start, what, what prompted that? Well, because I played all the other ones on the Switch and everybody was like, you got to play Zero Mission, but it hasn't come out yet. And I played the other one and I really didn't like it. And though I made a video about it that got garnered a lot of interesting responses it did really well so i was like win-win we'll try out metroid 2 hey, see how well it does see if i like it the, the, the good comments the hate comments they're all the same youtube that's what i'm like, saying they right, blend together more people exactly <laughs> hey that's, that's a good idea that's a good idea you have a whole like chronicle of all the metroid games on your channel. that's yeah that was the idea and it's like i'm not hurting anyone it's a very you know what, what's yeah. my opinion do on the game not a lot everything any uh any yeah. thought on uh on golden sun yeah i actually do want to play those games i've never played them they look cool um, i'm not an rpg person but i might check them out a lot of i'm not much of an rpg it. person and i really like those games a lot so yeah. okay golden sun yeah, is love golden sun be curious see what if you if you take a shot at josie what you think yeah, if i like game boy advanced RPG. games yeah game boy advanced games do like age pretty well too oh so. yeah Definitely. Yeah. And it's and it's from that era of like Nintendo RPGs where they worked with with developers and they're like developers like we're gonna make an RPG and they're like, well, you have to make it fun. That's the one yeah. thing. Just please make it fun. So it's actually a fun RPG. That game looks rare. really cool for the Game Boy Advance also. Like that had some really cool effects with like the battles and some of yeah, the, the, the sprite scaling and or sprites. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, like the, the camera angles were really cool too yeah. at the time. Yeah. yeah. I bet those still look all right on the on the OLED switch. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out there just to see how it looks there. Evan, Evan's with us. Yep. Evan is here. All right, good, good, good. Sean will be joining us soon. He's uh cheering on the Knicks because they they can hear him from. Does he just normally there. watch that during? Uh, oh, is he there or is he? Because he normally just watches. No, I the game during this house. Like, Never assume you go he leaves to house. a Knicks game. Like what? Oh, just go yeah, there right. He doesn't leave the house, there? right? Yes. Those, oh. those those prices are insane for Knicks games and like the trekking to like New York. Mm -mm. No way, yeah, Jose. But I mean, me. how big of a fan he is? Like one room is called is like just the Knicks room. Like I feel like you got to go to one game 
in your life. Yeah, you got to go to. Yeah, you got to go to. Did, I mean, I've even been to a Chicago Bulls game. Didn't like, he? I, I, you know. Didn't he skip a convention because he was supposed to go to something they were doing with like a signing or something? Oh, that sounds like a, an excuse right there. Yeah, but, sounds like but, then, up. To like but then the when Nick, we like, talked talk to him to be like, man, hopefully that was yeah. fun. He went, I didn't go. And it was just like, <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, he, uh, he's an interesting one. He'll be on, he'll be on uh, a little later, though, uh, when their game is over. I think he said like around 10, so halfway through he'll be he'll jump in. But uh, we do have quite a bit to talk about still tonight. I had to bring Jeff on because uh, he's out here. He's leaking the directs. He's leaking the showcases. Apparently, I saw the forum threads. They're all out now. Uh-huh. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, they know what I, they're I talking about. I, I think he did open up the, the conversation around uh, the, the year kind of getting started, especially because we have the Xbox developer direct to look forward to this week that a lot, a lot of questions around some of the things that are going to be shown, uh, maybe some some other things that they didn't talk about. And the Xbox third party controversy, Nate is not here tonight, but I'm going to I'm going to confront him this week coming up on direct Xbox because he started he started some stuff. So he uh, it's, social media was going wild just because of uh, Nate's podcast. So I, I wanted to bring that up as well, just because uh you had some input there too, Jeff. And of course, Prince of Persia came out and people got to play the yeah. demo. Uh, some of us got gotten to play the game and even finish it. So I had some thoughts on that. And I'm sure some of you guys did too. I mm. do want to jump over though to the the Spawncast Network Patreon just to recognize some of the producers over there with Achievement, John O, Joshua Butts, Mr. Joby. William Hogue, Trent A as well. I want to throw them in there. And then the Game Orb, who continues on as a sponsor for the channel. Make sure you check them out. I have them linked down below in the description. The Game Orb, trekking out to different conventions so Sean doesn't have to. He can live on through their eyes, seeing Nintendo Live and I'm sure TwitchCon and all kinds of stuff. So make sure you check out the Game Orb over on Twitch and YouTube. Link down below. Shout out to them. So let's uh, let's do we just start with Prince of Persia? I wanted Sean to be here for this because he was uh, he was kind of getting checked a bit by this game. <laughs> so Ooh, I wanted to, what does that mean? I wanted to. He was uh, some of these bosses. He was. Oh, he's not good. He's typing he's in all caps a couple times. Oh, very. Skill, that's what I like skill, to hear. Skill check. Skill, skill check. check. Yeah. Yeah. That's skill. <laughs> just I was trying to tell people skill issue. I was trying to tell people, like, yo, this has some like souls like type yeah, of deal. Difficulty you know? to this game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah the the Estus flask, right? If you have an Estus flask in your game, it's I consider a little bit souls like. That's like the first step towards being a souls like. If I can get a a, a, a vial that's going to heal me, and I can upgrade that and get more of them. Uh, then yeah, I'm gonna, I think it's a little bit from. Uh, it, hey, that game is very, very, very good. Uh, I am in love with it. I think yeah. it's fantastic. I agree. I'm incredibly happy with this game. I was not. I mean, I thought it would be okay. So the team behind it, and I have a, such a hard time because I pronouncing it correctly. Ubisoft Mont- Montpellier. Yeah. yeah, it's like okay, part of the the UB Arts team, right? Like they were kind of uh, yeah responsible Rayman for Origins. Rayman. Yeah, yeah Rayman. Rayman Origins. Rayman. I think they even made like. I think a lot of them even made like the original Rayman as well. They worked on some of the Far Cry games too. Like they'll do well, who hasn't? Just, yeah. 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 That's true. They'll be like, oh, let's go help Far Cry. But they, they come out of the gate with this. And I, so I figured the platform would be good because they did Rayman. I was like, well, okay. Yeah. That, they, they probably got that figured out. But the combat is actually very good. It's like when you get towards the end of the game and you have all your powers and abilities and you start stringing stuff together, it is 
quite impressive actually how well it flows it the thing is it's it's all good it's uh, the, the combat is really good the traversal is really great the metroidvania search actionness of it is very good and then like there's these um like time puzzles where you uh, can create th three versions of yourself and they get more yeah. and more complicated as you get later in the game it's like that could be a puzzle game all on its own and that is great so like the puzzles are fantastic it's just it feels like a, a, a team that really understand understands the metroidvania genre really well and then they had the time and the resources to really extrapolate that in every way and not just like keep every idea. They only kept the good ideas, which must have meant they had a ton of ideas and they just kept the ones that really just raised up the level of the game overall. And it's uh, I mean, it's in my top echelon of Metroidvania games now. Now, I mean, I like it, I think more than Dread. And that was that I never thought that would happen from a Ubisoft game. Like, no way. Yeah, I got it in my top tier right now of uh, Metroidvania games. I knew it could be as good because as soon as I heard Rayman Legends team, I'm like, all right, Rayman Legends is as good almost as any Nintendo platformer, right? Like, I think we can all oh, yeah. safely say Rayman Legends is right up there with Super Mario Bros. Wonder or like Mario 3 or other 2D platformers. So when I knew that they were making it, I'm like, okay, this is probably going to be really good. And I liked it, one of the few, but I liked it from the very beginning when they first showed it because it looked like a high quality Metroidvania game. I mean, I played and beat Hollow Knight. I love Dread. I love all of the old school um, Castlevania. I love, that's like a top five franchise for me. So this was looking like it can be right up there with that when they started showing off like the powers at the beginning. I'm like, wow, this looks really cool. And they showed off more. Agree with everything Grub says about the game. I'm in love with it. Um, right now, I'm still not sure if it's like, you know, above like way above dread for me because they both do things really well like yeah. for me i don't know like the mini map situation i don't know what the hell they you know i wonder if that's can like patch a, that in that that seems like a very obvious omission yeah that is the only like that's my only major complaint and if sure. that's the biggest complaint it's not that big of a deal right because it's a mini map right so but if they had the mini map i think it would have been even like it would have made things even flow better to where you don't have to pause the screen as much um, but yeah, I, I agree with everything. The combat is super fun. Um, the music is surprisingly awesome um, in a lot of the different areas. Like I wasn't expecting Prince of Persia to have like lit music, but it's really good, better than Dreads, right? Obviously Dreads is not that oh, great. Yeah. So Without you notice the music way more like when you're comparing the two games. Um, you know, boss fights, there's some good boss fights, but I think that, you know, if we're going to do a comparison, I think Dread kind of tops it on that one. Um, but like powers and combat and stuff like that. I mean, one game you're shooting the whole time, right? So it's a little bit different. Um, yeah. But yeah, Prince of Persia, like the amount of combos and different things, it's, it's like perfectly taking what you loved about Sands of Time and like the Warrior Within and like all the other Prince of Persia games and even the original Prince of Persia. I don't know if you guys played the original one. Oh, yeah. I played Cinematic it back on the day. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, it's like where there's like traps and all sorts of stuff. And this mm -hmm. is like that. This is like way more like that to me than a lot of the other games. Well, Sands of Time, there, there's some stuff there. too. It's kind but... of a cross between Sands of Time and the older Prince. It, of exactly. Yeah. You know that they probably played Sands of Time. They probably played that a lot and looked at oh, some yeah. of the stuff. I mean, in the, the there. air dash is just the wall run from that just manifested mm -hmm. anywhere. It's mm -hmm. really, really good, really satisfying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I can go on all day, so I'm going to stop talking about it. <laughs> yeah, so it took me 16 and a half hours to beat the game. So I felt that was actually pretty lengthy for a Metroidvania game. I was like, wow, there's for for like that, like Dread is like 10 hours or so, like 10 or 11. So yeah. it's like in that ballpark. But initially, there's a part where I thought it was over. I was like, oh, OK, that's not bad. And then just kept going. I was like, oh, OK. And, and I still I'm going back now trying to get to 100 percent. I'm stuck at 80 percent, though, because uh, the thing I've noticed is I have to go back through the map to remember where certain things were because I didn't use the 
the screenshot I feature as, as much as i should have yeah so that's one thing i wouldn't mind them doing is when you beat the game they just highlight where all the things are on your map did you, did you buy all the them. maps and everything like from from the girl uh because if you buy all yeah. the maps i think it makes it a little bit easier to be like okay that part of the map i haven't explored yet and now once i'm back there i'll just poke around a little bit more i i haven't beat it i'm kind of cleaning it up right here before the very end i definitely got past that point that you're talking about you're like i think this is the end yeah I thought that was and the then end of the game, yeah. and then i'm like oh i got something on right bumper now okay that's oh and it's awesome so it's like okay the game just keeps getting better even though it's like oh it, it's not one of those things where it's like oh it should have ended i'm glad it's it's continuing to go but yeah I'm, I'm also having fun just cleaning up the map absolutely dude i i agree with that the cool thing about the game for me is like i love the difficulty i love how enemies like a normal enemy can just like shred you to pieces if you're not careful right if you're not or you get thinking cocky. about it yeah you know? like, i'm like oh i'm totally gonna wait to do the parry i love doing the parry and like i'm gonna yeah. stunt on these hoes and then i miss it and then you get cooked and you're like because it's risk okay. reward if you miss the parry it, you get punished really hard and i love that that's such yeah. a good feat that, like more games should have that I played it on like the like I didn't play on the hardest difficulty, but I played on like the second the hardest. And I think that's just like a perfect fit. And it just teaches you to like get good at the game. Like, you know, I know people say get good, but honestly, like it rewards like whenever you die or whatever, you don't ever feel too salty about it. Like you're just like, okay, I know what yep. to do now at this point, you know. So I love games that don't feel cheap in that sense. Uh there are some stupid enemies that just are annoying as hell, but mm -hmm. like you get used to that and like you adapt and you start getting powers to help you get past those enemies too. So uh to me it was all good. Like the difficulty to me it feels even better to play than like whenever like i die in souls games you know if i die in a souls game it's like whatever okay blah 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 but in this one it feels i don't know maybe because it's 2d and there's not that 3d element to it but it just feels like you can progress and get better at a faster rate um to me at least in this game so it's it's my favorite favorite prince of persia game of all time and i've pretty oh, much yeah. played i've played and beat every single one of them so um so yeah man i'm i'm not super shocked but i'm incredibly happy with what they've done here and hopefully this turns into like a franchise like its own yeah, I mean, remember we got Game Boy Advance Castlevanias every year, and then they did DS once. We like six years in a row, we're getting a Castlevania Metroidvania game, and that was fantastic. Yeah. Just do that. I mean, you could take every two, three years here, yeah, however much time it takes yeah. to make a game like this now. That's fine. I mean, I hope the same thing is happening with Metroid Dread. I hope we're getting mm -hmm. a sequel to that in a couple years, not not even at this point, like a year maybe, hopefully. Mm -hmm. I think the the one thing that surprised me a little bit, it's not really a spoiler, because I, I feel like you see it in the demo too, but I know it, it's in the first... I don't know hour of the game you don't you you realize earlier on that you're you're not the person who has like rewind and stuff and stop it's interesting they kind of give sargon his own he's more like interdimensional with his powers whereas the the, the big guy you fight at, right, right in the beginning of the game before you even get to mount quaff or whatever is uh able to rewind time and stop and just kind of toying around with you and i'm like Man, maybe they're doing that so that it sargon doesn't feel just like the prince when we go to sands of time remake but that i thought that was an interesting idea is to make him a kind of a different sort of um i guess uh what's the word like time user really it's yeah like and it it feels it just feels very considered like everything else like uh, it's a good point that uh you, those powers that you would have had in sands of time exist here they didn't forget about them it's it's not like a full reboot where it's like well yeah it's the time powers but we were going to do our own spin on it it's like no those exist in this same universe and now you were going to get get a chance to play out play out with different powers uh while though while you see how those are being used now by a villain and it's it's like building on this franchise in a really smart way uh just again people made this game that that thought a lot about metroidvanias they thought a lot about prince of persia and they just thought about the overall user experience in a really obvious and pleasant way yeah 
Love the it's amulet fun. stuff too. Like the up, like the amulets. Yeah, and, I, I start oh, talking yeah. to people like you can really start specking out your character into your own mm -hmm. build. Like um, just oh, get every amulet that has something to do with parrying. If you're someone who likes to parry and upgrade all of those, and and your your playstyle can feel very different than someone who's like, oh, I'm going to use a ton of bow and arrow and and the chakram mm -hmm. power and stuff like that. It's it's mm -hmm. really cool. I uh, the one thing that was kind of oh, Josie, did you did you see anything about this game? Did you get the demo? Anything? I uh, I want to check out the demo. I haven't had a lot of time, but it looks really cool. I was excited for it when it was first announced. I just haven't played it yet, but I'd, I'd like to. I mean, they also go on sale pretty quick, so I'm not opposed to buying this for $20 in a year. We will see. This is the funny thing, Josie. You mentioned that. I saw I saw this pop up quite a bit online when it comes to the just the actually it was more about the 2D game as opposed to it being Ubisoft necessarily. 2D games still have that stake yeah. match them around value. And even though this is a $50 game, it it wasn't necessarily, oh, it's gonna be on sale soon, like you're saying, Josie. It was like, oh, it's a it's a 2D game. I don't know if I want to spend more than 20 bucks on it. And it's Hollow like, Knight oh, ruined man. it. Hollow Knight ruined it for everybody. It, it's <laughs> yeah. not just Hollow Knight, a ton of 2D games that are amazing all came out at that price point. I think what Dead yeah. Cells, how, stuff like that. I mean, Hades technically basically yeah. 2D essentially, yeah. and how much did that cost and yeah, it's it's rough out there for these games from AAA publishers trying to make that value proposition. But man, fifty dollars—that's what it is, right? It's worth it at fifty easily. This is a game that would have been in a lot of top ten lists uh, had it launched last year. It's worth every penny at that fifty, in my, in my opinion. Obviously, everybody has subjective value, but the the quality of 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 the game you haven't played a Metroidvania, in my opinion, that's quite like this. Like this one for sure. It feels just different compared to the other ones. Um, and it does every all of your favorite Metroidvania games. It kind of has like a little slice of each one plus its own unique identity as well, you know? Plus there's replay value and it's difficult and there's like stuff that you can do and go back. Like it's so it's not just like it's like a one and done type of game, you know? And I think it's the yeah. it's the Metroidvania for people who don't really love Metroidvania. So it, it, they think about a lot of the problems that I think people have, and they they have a solution for the most part. Like you're not going to be able to fast travel anywhere. The fast travel still works like it does in a Castlevania game or a handful of other um, uh, uh, Metroidvania games. But it's still going to like lessen the pain as much as possible to ensure that you don't feel that backtracking if you don't want to feel that backtracking as much as you would in other games. Right. They've got full baby mode in the game, too, though. Like, if you want to have accessibility and just it be incredibly easy, you yep. can do that, too. You can customize the difficulty completely. And like, I think there's even, like, it can tell you where to go. There's even, like, it'll tell yeah. you where to go next. The, gu the, gu the guided mode works a lot like it does in, like, a Metroid Prime, right? Where it's like, um, here is where you should be going. you got to figure out how to get there on your own. Uh, like and a marker. That, yeah. yeah, and that, that's, yeah. like, you know, that, that's not hurt Metroidvanias at all in the past. I mean, if you have any hesitation, turn that stuff on. If you have trouble with the parrying window, you can make it wider very easily. Mm -hmm. There's a ton of sliders in the accessibility and the settings menus. Uh, take advantage of that stuff. There's you see mm -hmm. plat the platforming thing that they have in there is you can yeah, create a teleport point, a respawn point even like so if you wow I didn't wall, see that I believe next to it and because you do a lot of wall jumping apparently you can set I saw it I didn't turn it on I should just tried it but you can just set that point anywhere although it, it, whenever you're on solid ground it basically sets a checkpoint in like a platforming section for you so it's already mm. pretty uh pretty forgiving. It's already pretty forgiving yeah. yeah with that but you can do that too like if you absolutely like there were some times where i was getting trolled by this game like there you don't know what's down there you drop down and then yeah. something just squishes you and i'm like oh uh -huh. come on. Sure, yeah. there's like a, what are those like spinning um like spike barrels that are just like those were cooking me like in the sewers like a little bit <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah it was uh that was kind of ridiculous some of that stuff so but yeah, i just I recommend a, it 
Sorry, just to clarify, I don't think most 2D games aren't worth 60. I do. <laughs> I don't subscribe to that thought process. I'm just saying, it's Ubisoft. They go on sale within a year. Oh, yeah. you're not wrong. It will be. Yeah, you're not wrong on that. I agree. Like, Avatar has literally already dropped to $40. That yeah. game's not good, but yeah. It's all right. It's all right. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roy asks, does the new Prince of Persia have anything like Shadi? That's from... It's not Tooth Thrones. That's from Warrior Within. Let me make oh, the sure. thing that chases. Make sure I didn't just make people mad. Yes, this character from Warrior Within. Uh, no, no. That's not quite like that. <laughs> <laughs> It does have it does have a warrior within skin though. So if you're like in your Godsmack era and you want to make that happen, you can dress up yeah. just like the warrior within <laughs> Prince. Yeah, they have a bunch of skins in there actually that are, mm -hmm. are they're, the one I have. He's actually just always glowing, so that was kind of cool. Although I will say I do get a little annoyed when there are a couple challenges. I'll say with like spinning blades and barrels and stuff, and it yeah. took me like an hour to beat it because it was it got really difficult there for a while and then yeah. i get to the end and it's like here's a skin that you're just never going to use it's like thanks <laughs> great <laughs> i guess it ticks off one percent on my little progress yeah that's what it's really about yeah of course of what course. what percentage were you guys at when you beat it i'm, I'm curious uh i took a picture of it actually let me double check i think it was 67 percent 68 percent it's about two-thirds 16 hours that's that sounds about right yeah, it was it was something like that. I, I like I said, I took a picture of it when I put it in my video for oh uh sixty three point three eight percent at sixteen hours thirty nine minutes. Okay, all right, yeah, man, that's that's a beefy game. It was uh pretty good, I think, for Metroidvania. Yeah. Oh yeah. Whoa, yeah. Josh Joshua Butts with the sizable donation is actually one of the executive producers over on patreon i said thanks for the constant content and entertainment day in and day out to john and the rest of the swan cast good to see the real game of the year tears of the kingdom win the game of the year madness it did actually <laughs> and i have to make a video following that up to complete it but it did beat out borders gate 3 so shout out to tears of the kingdom shout out to joshua butts i'm gonna come back around when i do the super chats though thanks joshua i really appreciate that is very very generous shout out josh uh, yeah, shout outs to Joshua Butts. What's it called? I think uh what surprised me, Tears of the Kingdom won kind of funny's game of the year as well. Mm -hmm. Yep, I think for a lot of fan voting it did like Tears of the Kingdom went over basically everything last year for most fan votes online I was seeing, so Yeah, it won it won, uh, it won ours a giant bomb. Uh yeah. It we we won a lot of a lot of uh, awards for sure. Baldur's Gate 3 did beat out Resident Evil 4 though. So Resident Evil popularity wise. Yeah, a lot of it's based on the type of people RE4 that watch the channel. RE4 did go pretty far in that. I'll give it, I'll give it credit. Yeah. It did. It went pretty far. Let's, let's move over to... We're going to start... Well, we got some presentations we can discuss here. Some rumored, some already announced. But let's start with the Xbox Developer Direct. January 18th, 12 p.m. Pacific. That'd be 3 p.m. Eastern time. They've named four games that'll be there. We have Hellblade 2, Aura History Untold, which I, that's the strategy game from Oxide. I'm, I'm not a big strategy game person, but apparently this is from a developers behind Civ. So if you're a Civ fan, that's probably one you're going to keep an eye on there. But then we have Avowed and Indiana Jones. So obviously the big three there, the people I'm sure are looking towards Hellblade 2, Avowed, Indiana Jones. Uh, but 
This is uh, this is coming off the heels of quite a bit of discussion around Xbox, which we'll get to. But I wanted to start with the the direct, the some of the some of the exciting stuff that people are are looking forward to this week. So out of I will say I'll say out of the four, just in case anyone's a big uh, strategy person here. What's the what's the game that you want to see the most about, whether it's release dates, gameplay, just information in general? Yeah, I'm I'm interested in, in uh, finding out about Indiana Jones. I mean, I like machine games a lot. Uh, I really liked Wolfenstein, the new Colossus's uh, story. I'm not a huge like story and games guy, but that one really hit hard. There's a lot of really good commentary and stuff. It would hit the right time, like 2016, and what, what was happening in America really fit with what, what was happening in that game. Uh, and I didn't necessarily love the, the the mechanics in that game. I think the, you know the shooting was fine, uh, but I want to see like okay, they've had a lot of time to to do Indiana Jones right. Um, and this has got to be one of those games where we feel the presence of Microsoft in the way that Phil Spencer said that they didn't do with Redfall um, and that they want to ensure that these games are getting the love that they deserve so they can come out and be the best they can be. I want to see that all on the screen when we see when we find out about this game and release date. Yeah, you know, the rumors it's coming this year. I would I think that'd be fantastic. Whatever. Take your time. I just want to see a game that looks high quality that can. Um, yeah, I don't expect anything to be as good as an Insomniac Spider-Man. Like that's a bar too high, I think, for for most of these games. But as long as, I want that to be their goal. I want them to be aiming for that. And again, I want that to be obvious when we see it. Yeah, Indiana Jones. I, that's the one I'm I'm incredibly interested in. It seems we because when we first heard about it, it was a very generalized trailer of just sweeping over a desk. And it's like, oh, cool, Bethesda's gonna do it. And there's like Machine Games, like, oh, Machine Games is doing Indiana Jones. That's weird because i figured they were just gonna go do wolfenstein or something again right okay i yeah, like to go ahead and do that indiana jones though first? do we know if it's first uh, or third person? we don't that's know the yet. question oj right there first or third person because machine games is known for first person i was hoping jeff grubb would just tell me i, I i've <laughs> been i've been looking a little bit and i have not able to find out i mean you know, I, I think there's like murmurs. It, it, it could be first person, but I don't necessarily believe that. We'll, we'll I, see. In before VR, I feel like it's going to be mixed. I think it's going to be both. <laughs> so I there'll probably be moments I think of first person, but then also moments of third person cover or something. I don't know. I, it's it's hard to say, but that's if it went all first person, that would be. I feel like that'd be I, weird. I mean, I I would be fine with that, uh, but I know that that's not what makes sense for a. A character action game with a big famous character these days. That's not what people want for the most part. Uh, or, you know, that's more, true. I think more people want the third person. Uh, I think that's a fair thing to say. Character too, right? That's the yeah, yeah. I mean, you want to see the, you want to see the fedora, you want to see the leather jacket yeah. and the whip and all that stuff. Yeah. I want to see, I want to like, I, I mean, if it's first person, I'll still play it, but it'd be good if it was third. This I'd be more happy is, if it was third. This is the moment where you play it safe, right? You just make an uncharted basically. Yes. 100%. Just make an uncharted. Just do that. Yeah, but like actual know. like upgrades and stuff, like not no upgrades. That would be, I mean, if they can just put Oh, yeah, upgrades, yeah. Well, nice. I mean, Uncharted has no upgrades at all, Maybe which I hate that about it. Uncharted. Still like Uncharted, but I hate that there's do no upgrades. do stuff like where, depending on what you do in the game, you your your abilities level or scale or something. Like, they could do stuff like that, because they've done that in things like Wolfenstein. Stuff, yeah, Wolfenstein. So. Exactly, Wolfenstein has that. So. They could kind of tap some of that knowledge. I, I feel like, though, with what they've done in Wolf, there, there will definitely be, like, upgrades and progression and stuff. But my, that, like, the biggest question to me is the first person or third person, and it's like, uh, just don't get weird with it. Just third person you'd be okay just just go for it that that is interesting uh 10 10 minutes of the game and developer insights apparently so they're they're gonna yep. show this thing uh interesting though 
some uh, some some information got out there around it actually coming sooner than people were expecting. Like this might be a 2024 game. Right. I, I mean, what I mean, I was not expecting 2024. Uh, oh, it was like, yeah, yeah, sure. We'll get that when we get it. Um, maybe 2025, maybe even beyond that. I'm not really too worried about it. Uh, hearing this, it's like, OK, man, I guess if this is showing up in their January developer direct, um, this game could be out by like summer, I guess. That's a possibility. Mm-hmm. And that would be, and then they can, you know, reload with games for the fall. Now, of course, it could still be the fall. Uh, yeah. But now I'm like, in my head, I'm getting it's like this. This is a possibility that we get a date for this game and it's this summer and it's ready to go or like, you know, a late, late, even late spring or something like that. Again, that'd be ambitious, but I wouldn't, it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility now, especially if they're, you know, ready to kick into the marketing now. These companies these days don't usually like these long marketing cycles, six months, especially uh, uh, under Zenimax. Uh, they've had a lot of success with that. So hmm, I, I'm really look, looking forward to see how that all plays out. See, I feel like these licensed games, if you have a character that people already recognize outside of video games, like a Spider-Man, for example, that's like one of the best brands you can position during the holidays. True. I kind of wonder if Indiana Jones is just set up as something they put in the marquees and the retail stores and, and it's it's an October game or just something like that. Just throwing yeah. it out there. You know, that 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 would be pretty impressive. Though. I'd I'd be kind of surprised if they flashed 2024 during this presentation for Indiana Jones, but I that'd be cool because Hellblade 2, I we get the release date here, we think. That's oh yeah. Give us the release date and yeah. That's probably their next Maybe big one, right? That's their next half? big release. First half of this year, then to get it out. Yeah, there, April, I think May, so. Maybe? Yeah, m- yeah okay. April sounds right to me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nate seems pretty confident in this game, so I, right. uh, I think, I think, uh, I think Ninja Theory is going to do some very impressive stuff with Hellblade too. So I've grown very confident in it as well, and I, I feel like this is a game they just they've held back for so long to give us that release date, and uh, this this is it. They're gonna. Tell us about it and it's out in three months or something. Yeah, yeah, they they had it uh, at Summer Game Fest and then there was something at the Game Awards, right? They had more at the Game Awards. So it's like they've shown it off the last two big opportunities. Uh, That mostly signifies to me this thing is coming soon. That's what I always heard. It's like going to be the next big one. Uh, So yeah, I think we get the date and you're right, three, three, four months before this thing is actually out after we start hearing about it here. This this has actually set up a pretty good year already just for Xbox if they have... Uh, Hellblade 2, Indiana Jones, Call of Duty, and I'm going to say Spyro. <laughs> but there are four games in there this year. Just write that. That'd be pretty, Im- that'd be pretty impressive. That'd be decent. And then I do want to point out Avowed, even though I'm not expecting it this year. I am interested to see what Obsidian has here. We've, we, we saw the change in art style and that kind of threw some people through a loop a bit, but I, I've seen it enough to where I've just kind of grown accustomed to it. And I'd like to see them just sit down and just kind of play it for like five minutes. Here, here, what type of game is about? It's like hand magic, uh, but not, but it looks better than Immortals of Avium. Uh, it, it's, okay. So it's from Obsidian. Um, and when we first saw it, people thought it was like Obsidian Skyrim. And then the last time we saw it, it like looks a little bit more actiony, a little bit less RPG. Although we don't necessarily know if that's just how they were presented at, at Summer Game Fest. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get a better idea here. Uh, like, really, that's my question too, Josie. Is like, what is this thing actually going to play like? Because uh, yeah. I'm 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 curious in about by avowed, but that I'll you know I'll admit that last trailer didn't do much for me. It looks sort of like, like Skyrim, right? Magic yeah. Space, yeah. Fallout, like, New Vegas, Oblivion, or something. yeah, something mm-hmm. like that, yeah. Right. Oh, and people, the, pe- 
people like Obsidian, right, for Fallout New Vegas, like the the very RPGs, RPGs, and the, you know, so they're. I think people are like, okay, just show me that stuff. Yeah, cool, hand magic. I, I like you know throwing fireballs is cool. I think people want to see it now. Tell me, I can talk to an NPC and convince them to do something. We'll we'll see if we see that in right. this presentation. Hey, Josie, I do have. Do you care about Indiana Jones? I don't think uh, I do. People, you do. Okay, so you're like the I first person that's answered yes to that. Okay, that's fantastic um, to hear. I mean, I mean, all my friends actually really like Indy. I don't know. I mean, he's in Fortnite, so I don't know if that kind of okay, brings right. him back a little bit in any way. Thank you, Fortnite. That's who I play as in Fortnite. <laughs> I was the guy from Fortnite. I was kind of he hoping she'd say, I love it. He, he was down with everything that he said. No, no, no. I do like, like, oh, I like Indiana no, Jones for other it. reasons. I was kind yeah, of hoping no, she'd be like, I love it. Medallion chat says, shirtless Indy in Fortnite. He's shirtless. It's a good time. That's right. It's a party. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, lo I love that. No, any way to get the kids on the Indiana Jones, OJ, I'm fine with it. Everything was good. Well, and I've seen all the Josie Zoomer. Everything was going good until she Zoomer. I've seen all the old movies. That's just the way it's the most relevant right now. And like the, the movie with him that he came back in, I thought was all right. No, I, did I love his I character. Right. Yeah. I'm waiting for the next reveal of Halo, and then we go through that. That's the guy from Fortnite. The guy from Master Chief. Yeah, or, yeah Master the guy Chief from Fortnite. The guy from Fortnite. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you guys think there's a shadow drop of this Xbox thing? That was another question I was going to have, Jeff. Do you think there's a surprise? Because there's four games. I, I've seen some people rumor that there's a fifth game that's going to be mentioned. And I almost wonder if that is a shadow drop of some kind. See, now, like, so Hi-Fi Rush is what they did last year. And I, I don't know how, how they feel about how that went. Who knows how they, how mm -hmm. they feel? I mean... Like I've said before, like, you know, the game cost this much and it made this much money, but they have other ways of measuring success over there than just that. Um, if it is a shadow drop, I wonder if it's something like uh, the, this, like Halo Battle Royale mode or something like that, Ooh, uh, Tatanka. That, that would make sense, I think, because you get everyone to jump online that night to go play that. That momentum carries through, I think. All the new people coming in? Yeah. All right. All right. I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I would like that a lot. The, fod the fodder that come in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that game got uh, pretty good again i'm I'm happy with it okay yeah right. you gotta get jeff on there all right yeah, we, got, we got squad battle now we got 8v8 i need mm -hmm. a team of eight or a team of seven so we could run that uh yeah that would be cool if it was just a moat or you know they could even what they what they technically could do I, I don't know how people feel about this but if they just said here's x amount of activision games that are now backwards compatible and in game pass you can go ahead and play them that seems likely, I think. To, yeah, I'm not probably not the huge number, the not a massive drop, but like There's six a, of them or something. Some like slacks, that, you know? exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just throw them in there. Go, go to town. You're good to go. So, like that would be fine too. Be like, yeah, that's a fun, a fun drop in there. So, and I do want to also recognize Aura History Untold, just in case anyone is uh, a Civ player out there in the chat. I see you. I recognize you. You are heard. I have nothing. I played a lot of Civ in my life. Uh, I, these the, the ones from like other teams that have been inspired or had people working on Civ. Not many of them have hit for me. I'm like, I'll just go back to Civ. So I'll be curious about this one. But um, my hopes aren't like super high or anything. This isn't going to be my savior for the genre or anything like that. Yeah. But hey, you need that uh, variety in Game Pass. There you go. Yeah. More history. I think Xbox has a pretty exciting year ahead of them. I feel like it could really pull out of this whole downer mindset that a lot of people have okay uh, yeah, I agree. The fire this year's xbox series s okay this, this yeah, year looks hey. good i agree Josie. this year looks pretty good i mean if, especially if, if if you get hellblade 
avowed and indiana jones even if that was just all their one year i think that would be pretty good right yeah mm-hmm. uh, compared to where it was before so i mean they've got more than that apparently so yeah yeah i'm excited you know, you know what's very interesting you mentioned that josie i want to comment on this very quickly i saw a um message that went out from ign a couple hours ago actually on twitter and it was kind of strange because it mentioned xbox's lineup from last year and then this year and it mentioned like they're finally i think catching up to playstation overtaking playstation everyone stopped for a minute realized that last year playstation released spider-man and call of the mountain (laughs) and everyone was kind of confused there for a moment so it is interesting that mindset's there because i think microsoft released six games last year one of them was redfall that kind of counts as a minus like, yeah it's a negative yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean it technically still came out technically it did uh but that it's interesting that that's sort of the mindset for xbox i think a lot of it's just the recent news that's come out around or rumors that are going around but uh the, i will say you're right josie if they show up with indiana jones and they show huh? up with uh with uh, as we assume a new call of duty like i said at the end of the year they'll be very popular and stuff but hellblade 2 Val sneaks its way in Spyro shows up. like these are all things that could definitely propel Xbox and get them into their one big release per quarter or one exciting yeah. release. I should say it doesn't have to be big. Hi-Fi Rush isn't considered like a big game, but it's an exciting game. Oh, so yeah. that kind of thing, right? That's all you really need. Something that creates buzz and interest and even backwards compatible stuff can do it too. So and I think they're getting to uh, a point with the, those smaller games too, where if they um, say we have something, this is basically our next hi-fi rush or something along those lines. Uh, I think people would be like, oh, no, I actually am excited for that because I'm at a point where it's like the Pentiments and the hi-fi rushes are the ones that that I've really, really loved. And so it's like, hey, the you know, the team that did Pentiment, they're working on something new and they'll be out in like, you know, in a year and a half or something like that. You tell me that, I'm, yeah, I'm right there. Let's go. Bring in certain affinity. I like it. Let's see what this Halo move yeah, is. They're working on something. all here. about that. Yep. All about that. Let's uh, let's I do want to move over, though, because, of course, now that the Xbox Direct is announced and happening this week, people started talking about does this kind of start to kick off the year for everyone? Like, do we it now does. start thinking about PlayStation's state of play or their experience that everybody is? I see online. Everyone's like begging for right now. Like, oh, my Sony, you got to say something soon, because it uh, again last year, while there are a lot of PlayStation selling, they definitely leaned on their third party support. And it kind of looks like they're doing that again this year from what we're seeing. So people just want to know what's going on within Sony, like not necessarily IPs they own, like they own Helldivers 2, but Arrowhead's making that and Sony doesn't own Arrowhead. They're thinking like what's Naughty Dog making, what's uh, what's Sony Santa Monica making, what's Team Asobi making, what's so- Sucker Punch making, Ben Studio, like all these different studios you can rattle off, but we don't really know. That's kind of the hope. So uh, you brought it up, Jeff, the idea that Sony might try to position as they move forward this year to get started. Are you, if, if they did it, would you want them to do something where it just says, you know what? Here's games that aren't coming out for three years, but we're going to show them to you right now. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, of all the companies that can do that, uh, like, OK, Xbox does that. They've done it for a long time. Perfect Dark, we haven't heard about it forever. We, we're, we're done hearing about new, new, new games from Xbox. You have so many announced you have to just tell us about those for now. Sure, you probably will announce a couple new ones, but we are mostly interested in you delivering on the ones you've already talked about. Nintendo talks about games that are three years off, and you're like, you tell yourself, that's probably five years off. That's going to get delayed a couple times. Sony's the one that's like typically has uh, delivered when they've said this game's going to be out in three years. And yes, sometimes those do get delayed. Uh, but I, I don't know, most of the time when they announce something that's three years off, I think that they've earned uh, telling us about that because it usually works out correctly. I don't, 
necessarily know why they've backed away from that. I think that they see that there's not a lot of benefit to it. All it does is put extra pressure on them, and and it's and and they could get just as much return on investment if they spend less money and have a shorter marketing cycle. And I think they've kind of leaned in, into that going forward. Um, so yeah, I, I would like that, but I also think that they probably still aren't going to start talking about games that are two, three years away. If they do, I'll be happy. I don't expect them to. I, I think that they're probably going to have mostly partner games in this sh- state of play, which is coming relatively soon. Again, that's what I've heard. I think that if they do have any big game of their own there that we haven't had officially announced, I think it, it probably is Ghost of Tsushima 2 or whatever they call it, Ghost 2 sure. from Sucker Punch. And if that's like coming out later this year, I think I, I think they're set again. Uh, just like Spider-Man last year carried it, I think for a lot of people, Ghost 2 would carry it, and uh, I, I think I'd be fine with that. I wonder if they would call it Ghosts of and then wherever it's taking place. I think or so. Time period. Or, yeah, I think that'd be kind of cool to see. I, I would love to see what uh, what Sucker Punch does next after Ghost Tsushima, because that was an awesome game. And it, it shocked me when I heard that the budget was relatively confined for that one compared to <laughs> Spider-Man. So mm-hmm. that's uh, that, I, even if you double that, it's still significantly less than Spider-Man. So, uh, yeah, I, I, that's the studio them. Team Asobi and then Blue Point. Blue Point's the other one that I think I'm at least yes, good point. curious about what they're doing. That's I mean, there's so many studios within Sony right now. We just don't know what they're doing. They've just been pretty quiet. So I everyone's waiting for that blowout experience where they just start talking. But if it's a state of play, as you mentioned, that would have like a lot of partner stuff to expect in there. It's still going to be that same situation of yeah, well, they're games, but they're not. We're waiting for the, the Sony studios to, to show up. But right. Yeah. State of plays. play are just uh, they 100% are marketing tools and like that I mean that like literally like Sony puts a dollar price on a spot in the state of play and then they sell that to their partners as part of the contracts for like co-marketing deals like you get so much amount of money of co-marketing from us and that sometimes is represented by a spot in the state of play which would be worth x amount and you know we give it a market value and we say it's worth that and that's how one of the ways that we're paying you um so that's why a lot of times you get a state of play and you're like well I don't well I don't care about this but Sony has to do it because they are they owe these obligations uh I, I think that it's a shame that they think about it that way because we view it as such a like this is a show please entertain us uh and a lot of the other companies have gotten it at that point i think even xbox has sort of gotten it at this point uh so state of play always feels like it is risky and, and gonna disappoint us um and even that last playstation showcase was well, a little bit disappointing to a lot of people so i think sony's at a, at a point where the next thing that they do should have at least one big new thing. Uh, some updates on some of these uh, these live service games like uh, Fair Games and Concord. Concord. Yeah, con- this like, year. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, let's get some updates on those and then so we can begin moving past them if you don't care about them. And I think Sony needs to recognize a lot of their fan base that they've cultivated over the year don't care about those games until they know a reason why to care about them. Sure. Okay, we'll look forward to that. State of play of some kind coming up, coming up, coming up. But the other one you mentioned, this was hilarious because I saw it pop up immediately on, on Twitter and forums was the Nintendo Direct. And then I was like, really? Let me go look. And you're like speculating about a Direct and they're like, right. just leak the Direct. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, I, I, it's bad because I never like think about it, like the how the words are going to be taken by other people. But um, yeah, of, of course, like they always have one in February, or at least they have for the last several years. So it's completely fair to speculate that one will happen just like everyone else has. And 
Uh, I do think there will be one, at least, you know, if it's not in February, maybe they do it in March, but there'll be one around that time. Uh, and this is kind of how it's, you know, it's played out for the last several years. And it's kind of what I heard would happen, would happen this year. It's like Microsoft would go first and then Sony will have something. And then everyone always says, and you know, Nintendo always does that thing in February. And that's how I feel about it too. They'll probably have something in February. And why wouldn't they? They're, they got games to sell. They probably have one or two more announcements for the switch. And then, you know, we'll get the summer and they'll, they'll, they might start talking about games uh, there as well, but you know, we'll get a little bit past that. And then maybe it's all switch to all the time. Uh, but yeah, they'll do a direct. They still have video games to sell us. How do you curious? Has everyone think Nintendo should even handle a February direct because everyone's going to go into that. I mean, I assume they would tell people that there wouldn't be new hardware, but that'd be weird on their end anyway, because it's like, well, we're also technically saying that we do have, hardware coming we're not gonna tell you about it now that is a very strange direct to try to handle when everyone around is like hey this a new system's coming soon right and they just be like here's some switch remasters coming it, your it's way it's just explicitly <laughs> it's like, the new hollow knight finally it's here it's the mm -hmm. ultimate flashback I, I mean that would do it people would be like oh okay cool all right people would be excited for that and be like damn it finally <laughs> mm -hmm. but that but that's a weird situation because i feel like a lot of people are just i mean it seems like every day Stuff's happening, but like, I feel like every every day people are thinking, is it coming? Are they going to make the announcement in March? Are they going to make it in April? Like people are already looking towards that, right? So you show up in February with a full-on direct and it's all games for the current Switch. And then the next month you go, okay, yeah, here's the new Switch. So that's it's I, a weird time period to try to do this thing. Yeah, I think the most aggressive way that they might handle it would be they end the direct by saying, we do have new hardware. Uh, you know, right now it's codenamed this. Um, join us in, you know, July, August, September for the full reveal or something like that. Um, uh, and maybe they'll make people wait that long, but maybe like, oh, we have a teaser video in a few months and then we'll do the full blowout later in the year. Uh, something along those lines. I could see them doing that. But, you know, it's Nintendo. They could easily go in this direct and not mention anything and just play oblivious. They 100 percent could do that and they might. Are they going to get cooked by their, those investors at that meeting? It's kind of what I think they're going to do, though. Like, they're, the Switch is still selling, not as well as it was, but, like, I don't think they want to they want to jeopardize that in almost any way until, like, the last second. And they'll be like, oh, here's the code name, here's the actual console, it's coming out in a month or two or something. I just feel like they're going to want to uh -huh. do things back-to-back -back super fast to get that turnaround time. Yeah. And I don't Nintendo know about a still... month, month or two. That, that'd be yeah, okay, I, I was exaggerating, like a little oh, okay. bit longer than that. But, you know, I, 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 like I don't... Six or seven months, I figure, from start to finish. Start to release. Oh, really? Well, maybe I'm off this, but... I, I could see, like, six months at the longest at this point. Uh, yeah, that's, like, that's, yeah, yeah that's kind of where yeah. I'm... Yeah. Um, basically, Nintendo is the one company that does tell their investors what to do, though. Like, all other companies are, like, so scared of their investors, and Nintendo's like, nah, man, we're not doing that. Yeah, so well, I don't know how much they're worried about it. They would, I mean, they would release their guidance for the following fiscal year, with like, 30 days after it ends or something, and everyone's going to look at that and be like, okay, obviously you have something coming then. Uh, so For sure. And once that goes into manufacturing, we've seen it with every single system so far. It it leaks online. The PS5 leaked online. The Switch Lite leaked online. The everything. So to me, they'll probably have to plan it out around that. But I get through the fiscal year currently and then just start talking about it. But the February Direct could just be, you know, I guess if you could, if you close out Metroid Prime 4, is anyone... Yeah, like, what them? if it's an absolute banger? Like, they just announced, like, all these crazy games, but maybe some of them, like, they don't specify that it's just for Switch or something. Mm. I can see stuff like that maybe happening, just to get you maybe hyped for, like, 
the launch lineup or something like that. I mean, you want to light yeah. the internet on fire at the end of it. Be like, hey, any of these games you've seen, don't worry, they will work on the next hardware that we'll talk about later. <laughs> oh yeah, boom. and then just like <laughs> that's it, yeah. credit roll. <laughs> yeah, like Endgame, like like the Avengers I, will return. That'd be so good. I feel, I, feel, I feel like Metroid Prime Four. If you close out with that, people would be they just be like, all right, cool, that was great. And they, that's all you really ever need with these things. People just remember one announcement from any direct, and if it's good enough, the whole direct's great. <laughs> that's all. That's all you need. So, uh, that's that's how I'd handle it. I'd I'd have Silk Song in there, and I close out Metro Prime Four, and then show up in a couple months with the new system. Yeah, same here. You get, I think there's a decent chance Metroid Prime Four is there, right? I mean, is, is, is there? Because I'm mostly asking because I chose it in my fantasy critic league, and I just want reassurance that that was the right thing to do. I believe it's been. Or it's going to be, I should say. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's been five years since. No, to be on the okay. So on the 25th of this month, it'll be five years since they announced the reboot. The JPEG anniversary. Oh, no, no, the, the, not even the JPEG. Since they announced that like they were seven. rebooting the JPEG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, five years since that day when they showed up on YouTube with that video. Yeah, 2019, right? 2019, January. I love, this uh, I love Nintendo. <laughs> January 25th. So five years after the reboot, that does seem like, uh, and it, you know, retro was working on it before then. So even if it was like four or five months before that, they were working on it. So that seems like we're getting to the point where they can probably have this game ready to go. I assume. So I think maybe, so too. Maybe, maybe, maybe they do show it finally. Cause I feel like they've been terrified to show this thing until it was basically done. So maybe that's the move launch game for next system. I like it. You, you don't think it's the original racing. Switch, like the last the swan song for the Switch? I think it's a cross gen, personally. Cross gen. I think I also think it's a cross gen, but I don't okay. think it's I don't think it's what the thing is launching with. I think it's hard to sell a console with a Metroid game. Not yep. that they're not great, but like they just they don't have crazy widespread appeal like something like Zelda or Mario. I kind of think we're like yeah, you probably have it like first holiday, first holiday. Yeah, I think it's gonna come out like very closely with it, but I just feel like sure. we launch with like a 3D Mario or something crazy, and then we get into the like the more more like hardcore gamer stuff. Sure. Yeah, like we still had Xenoblade Two come out, you know, same yeah. year as the exactly launch. So I had like thread that. that game probably should have been delayed to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it still came. It still came out that year, and I'm shout out to them. But like, there was just some things that were missing. Like it, it didn't really get better till like they patched it up the fall. Like mm. it wasn't till like the early the next year that they really like. I think like four or five patches, three to four patches, and then by then it was like okay, they really tuned it up a bit. But I mean, you know, they they did get it out in that first, you know, that 2017, which nobody felt that they would get it out in that year. So. Oh, I know. Yeah, I remember that. It was like getting down to like zero hour, and they're like it's December. So, oh wow. Yeah. I, uh, I retro is the studio though. If you need a studio to show off what that next system can do with realistic visuals, mm. you let retro studios go to work. They'll, they'll take care of that. So that's yeah. I, I PlayStation state of play Nintendo direct coming up next couple of months. I think it'll be, it'll be a fun way to start off the year. Agreed. This is so. sort of off topic, but do you guys think that Metroid two and three are still going to, or prime two and three are still going to come to the switch? I, yeah, I mean, a bunch of remasters coming up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, that's what I heard. I, that's what I mean. I, I, yeah, that's what I was told is that two okay. and three remasters were coming as well, but it's Nintendo. And the last right. time I said that, they, I think they deliberately punked me and delayed mm. Metroid Prime <laughs> One remaster, and then the shadow dropped that. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I, I, I only think that because when I talked to Kit and Crystal, like, yeah, we talked about you all the time at the Nintendo office. So I'm like, what the hell? Okay, all right. Oh, no. Fair enough. 
thinking they got that. They got the Twilight Princess Wind Waker. They're just going to go remaster back to back to back to back. Is that a double pack? Like two and three double pack, you think? Or like individual? Do you want it to be be a double pack? $120. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be so awesome. That'd be so Nintendo. You want it to be a double pack? Well, now it's two SKUs and they're $50 each now. uh, (laughs) Yeah, it'll probably be like, it'll probably be like a standard $60 game. That's what primary master was, was 40, which kind of surprised people. Yeah. 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 Yeah, That's true. There was actually a lot of work put in that. Look who decided to show up. Finally. Shut the fuck up. Are the Knicks at least winning? (laughs) I'm guessing yeah, no. we're up nine. Oh. No, we're up nine. Oh, okay, cool. Cool. Is it halftime yet? So like three yeah, three pointers quarter, away. Pal. Oh, okay. Okay, fourth quarter. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. We uh, we were just talking about the state of play in the direct. Oh, nice. We already talked about Prince of Persia as well. What boss was messing you up this time? Oh, none. Um, I am at um. Where am I? I'm in the I got all the uh did like the puzzles to to go to the under sand area, forget what it's called. Um so I'm messing around in there now. Okay. Well, good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, let's uh let's go over to the This is this is the thing that Nate started. All right, see Nate Nate told me he was going to be saying stuff on his on his stream, on his podcast. And I didn't believe him. And uh, I guess I should have because he he lit a fuse online. This was around the Xbox exclusive first party games that appear to be rumored to go to another console. He didn't specify which console. He didn't specify which game. But that let that was enough to get people really discussing this and I uh, questioning Microsoft's strategy here some of their decisions that could be in the works although i will say microsoft's usually pretty good about coming out at least recently on social media and either dropping subtle hints or just outright refuting stuff and they have not refuted this at all (laughs) so i i i i'm believing nate on this one uh i i think he's correct and the idea of xbox exclusive games then jumping over to console I think has some Xbox fans concerned about the future of the console itself. I think that's what a lot of the pushback has been or concern. I should say online, a lot of discussions, which there've been many, but hi-fi rush, sea of thieves. These are coming up. Jeff, you mentioned sea of thieves. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one where it was like, when this news broke, I was like, Oh, is this the sea of thieves thing getting out there? And then I look closer. I'm like, well, well what Nate's saying doesn't sound like sea of thieves. It sounds like uh, hi-fi rush. Um, but yeah, I've, I've heard sea of thieves has definitely been uh, considered for, for everything. I, it probably comes out to PS five and then, um, you know, if it does well, maybe they do it on the next switch, something like that. But yeah, sea of thieves is definitely one they're looking at, which, you know, makes sense. I think if I think Sony's probably looking at their live service games and be like, do we do it on Xbox? Do we put it out there? Um, pro- they won't probably not for a while, but Xbox obviously doesn't have that those same uh, issues. And I think that's it, this is right in line with what they've been saying forever. Uh, they're not going to suddenly start putting all of their biggest games onto PlayStation and Switch like in the first year or anything like that. Um, but they have accepted, and you know people won't like to hear this, but they've accepted they lost the console war. They lost it. PlayStation won the console war. Okay, now what? Now what? Now what does everyone do? I mean, what, what does that mean for Sony? Like, okay, they won. Great. They still have to try to make money and they still have to try to sell new games. So they're still in the same position they were. And so what? Microsoft lost it. 
big deal. They still have to figure out what they need to do to make money. And that's what they're doing here. So, uh, you know, they have to keep going towards tomorrow. And it, it's going to look a little bit different than it has in the past. But it's not going to be some sea change where everything is over. And Microsoft is a third party publisher, other than the fact that they're already the biggest third party publisher with Activision, basically. But yeah, it's, it's a messy time for gaming. And people are going to have to kind of just accept that for a while. It, it is a very strange looking situation. I was I will say that the idea of Microsoft, but I mean, they could even announce this in their in their developer direct. Hey, Hi-Fi Rush Code, or maybe they just put it yeah. into a state of play or maybe they just put it into a Nintendo Direct. It's just Chai shows up on screen. Here's Hi-Fi Rush for the Nintendo system. Direct, I think would make a lot of sense. Yeah, I think so, too. Although it's weird that now it's getting kicked around that it's 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 a PlayStation bound game and nots. I don't know. People again, the rumors thing get churned up in the mill and then it comes out the other side but uh, i think the game makes a ton of sense for the switch in terms of just collecting revenue it'll it, i feel like it would sell really well there um yeah but... and you know xbox has done that a few times you know like it's it's done that with cuphead already it's done it with ori and minecraft isn't to the same extent but minecraft is on everything and technically i think they own them too so like it's not unprecedented i think it's gonna be crazy if they start going to the playstation which will which will really be interesting like what first party means i think yeah here's the thing that josie and i agree with you what you said there but the thing that i heard from because i watched so many i wanted to get the opinion of like actual like hard these hardcore xbox dudes and while they agree with everything why? Just, <laughs> why because i wanted to hear their viewpoint because i wanted to hear their viewpoint on why they're upset you know because like i'm looking at like they still they're gonna still put all their stuff on like you know the biggest stuff like jeff grubb said it's still gonna be there like you're still gonna have your system you're still nothing's gonna be taken away from you so what are you upset about and the thing is that they feel that while all of those games came over um this is the first one that's actually like microsoft first party first party not like a third party publisher or like a third party sorry third party developer like ori that's a that's moon studios right that's a, that's an indie studio um cuphead that's a that's an indie studio um so it's different than it being tango which they also that's they bought bethesda which bethesda then got tango right or had tango before so it's even kind of like that it's a little bit different but they feel that that's more of like a core first party they almost see it as like I don't know, Nintendo with Mario or something like that, right? That's how some of them are looking at that way. Like it's not an indie studio, something separate or second party slang or anything like that. It's a first, it's like a core first party game. Like it's like a mascot game. So why are they doing that? So that's the big thing that I, I heard. Don't necessarily agree with, with that, but that's what they're saying. Yeah, it's uh, the the studio is, a uh, uh, Microsoft really likes uh, uh, Tango Gameworks. Um, that's one of the things I, I heard a lot of after I did that thing where I'm like, Hi-Fi Rush, you know, underperformed what it cost or whatever uh it's like oh no they really love tango gameworks and they want to invest in them and to me this like kind of lines up with that a little bit where uh yeah they want to keep continue giving that studio wins let let their game go out there make some more money um have them feel good about it they've invested in their next game in a big way apparently mm -hmm. um so it's like yeah i i think this is just a lever it's a tool that they're going to pull out of their toolbox every once in a while and uh, it's i it, i think that does yeah that means it happens more often in the future but it's not like the new status quo or anything like that. Do you, yeah. Do you like, think I, it's go to Jay? I'm sorry. Um, I, I look at it as like Hi-Fi Rush is a game in from what we've seen, right? Jeff Grubb, you said what you said, but I don't think this game, it's not lighting up game pass charts either, right? So it's not like it's one of the most played games. So even if you want to play the game pass angle on it, it's not like it's lighting up the game pass. It doesn't have 30 million downloads and it's definitely not lighting up the sales charts. People aren't buying it like that. It's just sitting there right 
it's not like it's selling two million, three million copies. So a game like that, it doesn't necessarily need to just be stuck on Game Pass, not doing anything, not being downloaded and not being bought either, because everybody who wanted to play it played it. So to me, it makes no difference if a game like that comes over, you know, now once if Gears and all these other games, then OK, get worried or get upset. But to me, stuff like Cuphead and all that, this shouldn't even be like a to me, like it's not that big of a deal, you know, like and yeah. I, like, I've even said the reverse, like if, if it's like, let's say Nintendo decided to put like Astral Chain on xbox and playstation i'd be there to buy it in like half a second right if they wanted if they wanted to do something like that because it doesn't sell as much so i think it's really just more of a, it's a game that's not necessarily super crazy in the downloads or sales so this is something that if you want to expand the franchise you want to make like you know a, a tv show or movies or something you're going to have to get it in front of more people's eyes and like you said get more money so they can reinvest into a new hi-fi rush right you could, you could even next, see the studio you know. thinking like uh hey microsoft goes to the studio and say hey what would make you happy like well, I, I, I know you guys put a lot of time and effort in hi-fi rush and you want it to be put, played by even more people maybe you want to make a hi-fi rush too what would make you feel good about doing that and they're like can we put it out maybe on other platforms? And I, Microsoft would say yes to that. They, they're just not interested in saying no to their studios like that. Yeah. I was just, because I look at this and I go, it's, it seems just like there's less and less interest every year from Microsoft on their console. Like their console is kind of, it feels like it's getting yeah. pushed further and further into the background for Microsoft. And it's odd because I feel like if you buy an Xbox, you're probably signing up for game pass and i get the idea they, they mentioned uh before that they've kind of hit a wall for console like game pass subscribers but I, I do wonder if for example they were able to push out 130 million systems like they they do what nintendo did here even if they had to do something like oh we're going to do a hybrid system do all this stuff what does anyone think they wouldn't just have more Game Pass subscribers than they do now by a significant margin? That's the thing that's it's kind of strange to me with that, because if the idea is to grow Game Pass, I don't really know if Hi-Fi Rush on the Switch makes Game Pass grow, because I don't really see an avenue for Game Pass to end up on PlayStation or Nintendo's platforms anytime soon. Yeah, but, I mean, but, I, I just don't I don't think they think that's an, a viable way of doing things of like yeah, growing the console. Is, isn't growing game pass that's not that's not going to be a game that moves game pass subs hi-fi rush it's not it's not it's not a game that has moved the needle for game pass subs it's going to be stuff like starfield it's going to be stuff like hellblade those are going to uh, gears those are going to be the games that really move it so keep those you know game pass whatever exclusive or micro but like hi-fi rush cuphead ori these games aren't aren't making game pass like, oh my god i gotta rush out there and get game pass they're, i mean they're they're cheaper too so you can just like if you really wanted the game you could just like buy it like hi-fi rush is what 30 bucks Mm -hmm. right yeah. so if you wanted to buy i mean if there was a physical i would have bought it i would have bought it right there if there was a physical you know i ended up just getting a, a code for it from microsoft but yeah i would have bought it 100 percent if it, like you know day one physical um for 30 bucks and same thing with cuphead i cuphead i just went out and bought the game you know i didn't yeah. just feel like i need game pass for that it's, but like just, starfield seems like you know different the messaging is just kind of it's kind of dicey right I, it's, it's hard to make sense of this sometimes with what their plan it almost feels like their plans are coming from two different ends of Microsoft sometimes. Like they don't necessarily okay. meet in the middle or communicate yeah. well. Yeah, because now what people, I, what I see online are people are saying, well, if Hi-Fi Rush is going, does that mean like Starfield's good? Is Halo show up on PlayStation? Or like that seems to be some of the stuff that people are just kicking around. And I feel like once that starts happening, it then just kind of snowballs a bit and people are like, I don't, do I 
do I need the Xbox? And once that happens and then you come in selling less consoles this generation than last generation, that feels weird because the Xbox one was, I mean, I don't know, hate might be a strong word for when it first came out, but people did not like that system when, when they were showing it off and when it launched. Uh, but it's the C Xbox series is tracking below the Xbox one. And that kind of blows my mind right now because the Xbox series is significantly better than the Xbox one just in general uh, with the value proposition behind it. And you could, I mean, you could argue the games, obviously the Xbox one, I, I went back and looked at the launch lineup. It's better than people remember. I mean, even things like rise got kind of swept under the rug a bit, but like that dead rising uh, Forza and others, but I, it just, it seems weird. It just seems like they're working in the direction of no console. I that's the thing I think people are kind of sticking with or having a hard time grasping right now is are we one generation away from there just not being a console anymore from Microsoft and I, I think that's why you're seeing some of yeah. the reaction right now of don't want to let go of anything it's like we didn't yeah not high for us nothing because like I, we don't want to start this trend right now yeah you know I and I totally I totally get that that's the that's the uh, the opinion that I a lot of these dudes had you know was was that I just I think that I don't think it needs to be pinned on like hi-fi rush the game. Like I said, it needs to be mm -hmm. something bigger for me to react that way. You know, for me to react that type of way where it's like, oh man, is it going to, it needs to be something way bigger than hi-fi rush. It needs to be something as big as like Hellblade or as big as gears. Then if it's something like sure. that, then I'm like, all right, okay. There's, well, here's, you know, let me ask you this, OJ Xbox does pay attention probably sometimes more than they should, to be honest, to the, uh, to the internet. And I think the idea here is if they make a big enough deal about Hi-Fi Rush, Microsoft be like, OK, I, we see it. OK, I, I get it. Because if there is no big deal and we get to the point where they announce that Hellblade or Halo, it's too late then. They've announced it. It's coming. <laughs> you know, so that's I kind of feel like that's also their mentality is let's make a let's make a. The big deal about no, this. No, you're understand. you're told. They literally said exactly what you oh, said. Oh, really? Right now. <laughs> yeah, they know what, that. They were, yeah. I watched this. There's a. I think it's like. Sorry, I, I keep on referencing guys, and I don't give them a shout out. It's like a double barrel or something like that. Yep. Um, and that's exactly what some of them said was like, yeah, you oh. know, well, they changed it. Like we made a big like, Xbox Live and they changed it. They they changed stuff. So that was actually one of the things like if we complain about it enough, they, they listen, they'll change it. So, yeah, that's that's part of it. That's part of the goal. I mean, I think uh, that and that comes from it like that, you know, and I, I reference this all the time, but the Phil Spencer letter about third party publishers and how they used to have a stranglehold on retail. And so that was their identity. Like, oh, I recognize Capcom and Ubisoft because they're at the they're at the store that I go to. And then when they had to start competing with like thousands of indie games getting released a lot of these publishers lost their identity capcom obviously still has one but i think like ubisoft ea uh, activision to a certain extent these companies publishers don't have a lot of affinity towards them and so phil spencer's very aware of that being a problem that you need to have people come to you because you are the company that that they've loved for a long time and so i think that's why they care about that and they definitely are are walking in a direction where they could hurt that absolutely but I mean, I think that they fully have admitted that they are moving on from the console. I don't think that means they leave the console behind, but I think they are trying to build a strategy that is built around the idea that they've lost. They're not going to catch up to PlayStation. And so why even waste 
time trying to do that, they need to be get, begin, begin building the flanking around the console space and, and finding a blue ocean that they can exist in. Um, we're, I think we're in the early days of that still, and so it looks really weird. And, and people are like, why not just do the thing where you sell console and most people that buy an Xbox console is gonna, are gonna get Game Pass if that's your goal. And they're like, that, that, the amount of money it costs to like get to that number that where that makes sense probably isn't the, the answer here for, for them. So. Uh, and, and in the meantime, like in terms of making money, well, now they got Activision, they got and King, and they got tons of money coming in. So they're gonna like profitability is not gonna be a problem for a long time. It's about maintaining that love for the Xbox brand from a lot of people who have it, and finding a way to like build that identity going forward, no matter what that looks like. And I think it's going to, I don't think they're gonna stop making the console, but it's gonna be a lot less emphasis on the console. And they've told us as much in so many words. It's yeah, so I. Go Sorry, ahead, I was just going to say, like, I feel like them pulling out completely just shouldn't really be an option or a thing that people want because it's going to be bad for everyone, right? Like, that's going to be less competition yeah, for PlayStation. Like, PlayStation isn't going to be driving to push things forward. It's just going to do a whole lot of bad for the gaming industry, I think. Uh, I do th agree with Jeff that, that there needs to be somewhat of a strategy here, though, because they've literally already admitted defeat in so many ways that they, they are not doing well, that this is not the console generation that they're, they want to do. So, like, maybe next generation they come back, they have this banging console, does super, super good. But I think for right now, they're like you just said, they're they're finding ways to skirt around it and figure out what they need to do. And I don't think... The well, I think the future for them is probably Game Pass, but I don't think techno technologically we are there enough to have Game Pass be very widespread. Like game streaming is still a thing that is not available to a lot of people. So if we are going to rely on that, try to put Game Pass on TVs, on phones, all this stuff, we're just not there yet. They need a few years, I think. Oh, Kiss moves in the the chat. He just sent a super chat. <laughs> Says so. Buy Zenimax and ABK and don't give your console a chance before you go multi-plat. There's no if, try to. I'll, I'll say this: to, lock it up and sell consoles. I'll say this: to, if if they somehow were <laughs> made some type of crazy thing and said everything will be exclusive next system, if they did that, I think <laughs> it would be drastic and it could backfire in their face. But damn, if it, I mean, that could work if they just said no. It's everything's going to be exclusive, except for the stuff that they have to make multiplat, like uh, Call of Duty, you know. But if everything else was exclusive to their console, I think that would be a crazy and interesting generation. I mean, I buy Xbox's systems every single time, so I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't personally care if they did that. That's great because that's what they used to do. So I'm fine with that, you know. Um, but if they want to do that, that would be. Wouldn't that be kind of wild if they did he's something say, like he's that? Saying just try, he's saying just try it before you start throwing a multiplat. You know what? I, I wouldn't mind seeing it just because I want to see what Sony does then. I want to see them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It would be crazy. It yeah, let, Imagine, let the corporations fight it out. <laughs> check this out. Imagine if it's like, going on here. <laughs> Jesus. What's wrong? I have a luchador mask on. Why don't here. you have one on OJ? This guy here robbing Ooh. the local 7-Eleven. <laughs> I got it in a wrestling crate and I never wore it. So I figured, hey, I'll wear it tonight. Oh, because at least there needs to be like a wrestling event going on for you to wear that who are you like, fighting yeah you gotta you gotta play this up a little bit. fighting with his health all the time <laughs> the wrestling event just follows rgt wherever he goes there's a wrestling event that's how fighting with fighting there, with grapes or was it what was it raisins or gra fighting with raisins and grapes it, I, yeah it's both pretty much <laughs> you like the toys r us shirt it's a, like uh, a like a legit one no it's a reprint oh uh, uh, i thought you had the vintage 
Got to hang that up. I wouldn't even wear it. Chat, what do you think that mask smells like right now? Go for it. Hot no, it's brand, brand, hot it's brand water, new. 100%. It's brand new. You got it in like a wrestling crate thing recently anyway. Yeah. Right. Does she make you wear that to bed? I would. Who's she? <laughs> you know, what you just whatever her. she. Yeah. <laughs> One of RGT's rotating women. <laughs> <laughs> What do you what do you think about the uh, exclusivity war there, Sean, with Xbox? Should they be nice and put them everywhere? Or just do what Kids Move and, and OJ said he'd like to see. Just just cut it off. Be serious. Just nope. Exclusive. Just Xbox stuff now. It, it depends what what way they're taking the company, and I think they're they're need they're, they're the type of company they need to come out and say this is what we are doing. You know, they need a. They need a call to action here because there's way too much confusion. There's way too much. And maybe, you know, at the um, at the uh, Xbox event, you know, maybe we'll get some of that um, interesting information. You know, maybe we'll get more of a clear plan. But, yeah, they, they definitely need to, like, you don't necessarily have to address the elephant in the room, but you got to give people some sort of direction as to what you're doing. But I mean, at, at the same time, like we can't act like everything is hunky dory with Sony in the same breath. Like, yeah, the system is selling great. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about that. I want some games to play. I don't want to yeah. see Naughty Dog coming out here being like, oh, here's a behind the scenes. Look, a PlayStation dude's hyping that shit up. Oh, look at that. It's got a behind the scenes. I don't care. What happened to Factions 2? Like, what are we, what are, I, uh, man, it's, it's frustrating. I, I agree. That, I mean, I think you're, I think you're 100% right. Like that, that was the point. Like, yeah, I think PlayStation beat Xbox, but now what for PlayStation? Like they still have a lot of questions now, more questions than it feels like they had when, when they were going head to head and it still felt like something of a fight. Uh, so, and so what, what's the future look like for them? They don't, I don't think Sony really knows. I think that's why Jim Ryan got out while the getting was good. He didn't want to figure out what the next 10 years of PlayStation looks like because there is no real good answer other than keep spending even more money on bigger and bigger games to the point where you have a $400 million Spider-Man 3 and uh, I mean, the, you, you're not going to take any more risks. There's no more no, no more new IP if they're going to cost that much. You're going to yeah. have to go license more IP. It's just going to keep getting more and more expensive. I still, I, I think that's why it's like, okay, so yeah, Xbox foresees a lot of this, and that's why they're like, we can't actually go head to head. So we'll do that, and people just get mad at us, and and if say, oh, you're taking games away from all these gamers. They want them on their PlayStation. We got to find a way to skirt around. So, yeah, and, and I think, I mean, I think Microsoft tries to say these things sometimes. They try to say, hey, we are, like, we, we, we lost in terms of, the, we lost the last console generation when everyone built their digital library. That was the worst one to lose. And that was their way of saying that we just are not going to fight that same fight anymore. I, I think you're right, RGT. They need to be more explicit than that. But I think they've tried in so many words to say what is happening here. Uh, and most fans are kind of a little bit um, uh, plain, uh, you know, they don't want to believe it. They don't want to believe their eyes. I want to just make sure I say, I, you're, you guys are right. Like Sony's, uh, last year was, in my opinion, one of their worst. Like, they didn't really have much. You know, they didn't really have much at all. But since they're selling so good, it almost was just... And they've got, like, full third-party support. Like, they've got all the Japanese support. They've got everything there. So they can the rely... System. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, even, like, this year, it's like, they don't have a ton of first-party stuff, but they have, like, a no. big old, huge, like, Grand Blue Fantasy uh, relink. That's exclusive to Sony's consoles, like PS4. Rise of the Ronin. Yeah, yeah. and, like, they've got Rise uh, of the... So they've, they've got these things, you know? Rebirth. Um, yep. Rebirth's the most exciting game that yeah. I've seen from them from this for this year. Yeah. It's like and, but if it's you look at if you look at those leaked documents and you, you assume 
that those dates are correct. Venom in 2025, Wolverine in 2026. Yeah. Like these are the, we know about Wolverine. We've seen Wolverine, you know, at least in a little, a little uh, CGI little teaser trailer. So like, I, I, I guess my confusion comes in with it is like, well, if that's a game that you're already showing off, then are there, are there games that you should be showing off that are coming out before that? Or am I, is that like my next big thing that I'm, that I'm waiting for here? What does that mask have mandibles? <laughs> yeah. But... I think, I mean, I, I think they, some of those games they have shown, it's just stuff like fair games and Concord. Uh, I think that, I, I think the, 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 the live service like strategy was the alternative. And I think it kind of blew up in their face. It blew up in everyone's faces. This is not a Sony problem. It blew up in everyone's face. And now uh, uh, Sony and Jim, again, Jim Ryan, I think got out. He's like, okay, that's not the answer. I don't have another one. I'm not going to sit around here and try to come up with it. Because uh, you do need something other than the next game's going to be $400 million and everything's riding on it. And if one of those games misses, this is why, like, yeah, OJ, you're right. Like, Sony's in a good position overall still for the most part. They have the runway to figure this stuff out. The, the, just the problem is there is no solution obvious at this time. I think it's a creative company that will come up with solutions. They probably will find other ways to start making games that can make them a lot of money, and they'll they'll be fine. It's just as we stand today, what does that look like? No one knows, and inside of Sony, they also don't know. So they probably will figure it out, but making the, every game going down the line be $400 million is just not going to be sustainable. There's it's no way. and remasters all the way down. That's what we're getting. Yeah, and they're kind of they're going to run out of those pretty fast. I'm not trying to, you know, say doom and gloom for for PlayStation and Xbox. I'm just simply asking questions that we don't really have answers to. And I feel like we should have answers to some of these questions. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's just so much. It, and it really, it's been this way the whole console generation for, for both companies, both Xbox and and PlayStation. There's just been so many, so many, you know, questions that, we're so used to having answered to see, you know, cause usually when you see an event, you see all, all these games and all these are the games that are coming out. And then you're looking forward to those games. And now it's kind of like we do an event and you see some games and then we do another event. You're seeing the same games. It's like, Oh, we got a little update for it. It's like, Oh, okay. What else do you got though? What, what do you, what do you got in the downtime? Eh, you know, that's where uh, third parties come in. I, yeah, I bet we. I bet that state of play comes out, and, and it's probably got a couple of good games that make people feel pretty good about their PS5. Hopefully, and if it's not, then yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe I'll understand that like Sony fan panic that's been happening a little bit, kind of that undercurrent of that that's been happening for the last six months. Um, I, I imagine that really will take over in, in a way, but I think they're going to be fine for this year. Uh, hopefully, we'll see. I think yeah. that's kind of the issue with like all these consoles lately, except for maybe the Switch, is that they're they're pushing power in such a crazy way, but there's no games to really back it up. And every year it's like, well, what are we going to play this year? There's one cool thing that'll come out, and then that's about it. And it, it's not very, it's just not very sustainable to be a fan of something like that. I don't think because it's it's probably just kind of exhausting. Yeah, and it's like you know. It, I think we could. I say a lot of stuff, and people are like, "No, I mean they're selling the most consoles. They're making money. They're fine." But it's about growth, and Sony as a co corporation is shrinking in every other one of its businesses. All focus inside of Sony is on PlayStation because it's the one profitable division, and that's why you see. That's why like PSVR two gets pushed out because Sony proper gets excited about this new hardware, and they're like, "We want this. You're going to do this." And we see the what's the Envision or whatever the other hardware, the headphones and stuff. All these things get coming from these other divisions. They're like, "We're going to attach this to the PlayStation brand, and we're going to ride." 
ride your coattails here a little bit. PlayStation's got to make as much money. This is why we get the like the PS Plus price increases because everything's got to make as much money as possible from PlayStation because we need to see that growth. They are getting to the point where they are tapping out on all of these avenues of maximizing rev revenue, and that's why they are looking to all these other answers. And it was live service for a very long time, and now they don't believe in that. So it's it's it, the questions are definitely there. The answers are not. I feel like the live service U turn probably set them back a year or so with some of these releases. And I, I feel like more. we're kind of seeing it. I think we're seeing it right now. Like we're in the middle of it currently. So it's like a 12 to 18 month run with just insomniac. Put us on your back. Let's go kind of thing. So uh, that's that's tough. That's really tough. Well, I hope Concord's good. I don't know. That's Concord. Yeah. It's like the big one from Sony. That's OK. We'll see. State of play coming oh, up. They can, yeah, the, they can the, the game up. with the roast beef sandwich. <laughs> but that's all you saw was a roast hey. beef sandwich. And like <laughs> I love roast beef, man. I mean, it's pretty oh. good. I, I miss Arby's. I wish there was an Arby's near me. Yeah, I love uh, Arby's. I used to drink the sauce. When sure. I, I worked at, <laughs> Who amongst us? You said used to. Like, like it's not something you still do. Oh, like their their well, no. what is it, like their Arby sauce, their barbecue salt, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. the, well, the, the horsey no sauce, right? It's horsey sauce. No, Arby. Arby no, sauce. There's Arby sauce and horsey what sauce. Is what yeah. is it though? It's Arby. It's a proprietary oh, blend. <laughs> proprietary blend. <laughs> Lord. And I, which usually I just means one... freaking barbecue sauce and French dressing or something. <laughs> when I worked at this one pharmacy, it was right next to an Arby. So I'd go over there and I would get um like a roast beef or a smith and cheddar, and then and cheddar, I would yeah. I'd get the sauce. And like I'd bring a couple packets back to me with at work, and like I'd be sitting there, you know, typing away. I'd open up snorting them, squirt in my mouth. No, I'd drink it. And like, like my coworkers were like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I like the taste, the way it tastes." Lit, you're like, living, getting them calories. Yeah. Uh, when I don't know an answer to something going forward, I'm going to say it's a proprietary blend from now on. Right. I don't. I mean, yeah, what it, it works every time. I like it. I like it. <laughs> well. I will say the answer we need here is obvious. Don Matrick needs to make his return. He can be an advisor on the board because <laughs> you need a fall guy. So there you go. <laughs> He's a perfect fall guy for the Xbox one. Uh, do, you, do you think one of the other reasons that the, uh, a lot of the Xbox fans are on edge about this is because Microsoft almost shut down the Xbox in 2014. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think they're on edge because they don't like the games that Microsoft puts out. <laughs> I think that's what it is. I think I think a lot of them yeah. secretly don't like Starfield, and they're they're just mad about that. And, and so every move is going to be overanalyzed and overthought about in ways that are just going to make them drive them crazy. I think that's what happens. Oh, Indiana Jones is coming up soon. Type. Save everything. We'll see. I'm interested we'll see. in that. I like. Yeah, I, I think like... everyone is. Yeah. What do you think, Sean? I, I, first person, third person? That's got to be third person. This first person to throw it away in the trash. Well. <laughs> no, is it first person? No, I don't know. I'm not implying no. anything. I just. I, Jeff uh, Grubb yeah. leaked it right at the Jesus forum Christ. post. Just, <laughs> to Reddit, everyone. No, I, like, figured, I figured it might be a mix between first and third, Sean. I don't, why, why do I need first? Unless, unless it's a, a camera overthink it. They can't just play it safe, make Uncharted. <laughs> I mean, it's not even necessarily. I mean, because you had two decent Indiana Jones games prior. Um, you say decent about the Xbox game, the old school original one. No. Talk about Infernal Machine from Factor Infer Five. Infernal okay. Machine. Hell yeah, let's go. Blockbuster exclusive. Um, 
uh, Staff Kings. Staff Kings was good. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah. You think I, in I first know, person, do you see the brim of his hat? I was thinking about that just at the, like one of the, the original of Xbox. The... I was like, oh, God. The Lego no, 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 games no. are good. Well, I mean, Legos. Fate of Atlantis is good. Yeah, John, you missed it. You missed yeah, Josie when she, uh, when she recognized Indiana Jones, where he was from. Not where I know his... Star don't Wars? get this twisted. I'm going to get shredded in the comments. <laughs> no, fine, I said fine, that. everyone. The Amish don't follow Well, it's because he's a much. skin in... I'm not Amish. He's a skin in Fortnite. So then I was like, oh, I play as Indy all the time in Fortnite. It was, it was a, you had to be there type deal. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> no selling. Okay. Let me look at some of these super chats here. T Joe says, played the relink demo myself. It's fun despite tactical questions. I just really wish one of its release dates wasn't on the same day as P3R. It's, yeah, it's, it's uh, tough. That's it's tough. a day. I think it's a day before, actually. That's tough. Yeah. P3R. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's going to be good. And I think that the, uh, the, what's it called? The, um, it's the digital release is at the end of this month. So it's the 29th for the digital release. Um, so it's a little bit before, but yeah, it's really close to P3R. But I'm actually a little bit more excited for this than P3R just because it's a new game. This is the, I think, fifth release of Persona 3 in some way, you know? Nice. So it's the fourth or fifth release. Like you have the original PS2, then you have FES, then you have the, the PSP, then you have the HD version of it. Yeah, this is the fifth release of, of Persona 3. I so, think this, this new one will be the best. Right. This is from Margaret, who says, big fan, the British Prime Minister. Uh, I want to recognize That's Joshua Butts once again. Very generous, Joshua. Shout out, shout out. Achievement says, when is Jez Corden coming on Spawncast? I was, uh, I was on Rand's podcast. He wasn't able to be on there that time, but I think his time zone is like way off from ours. So yeah, he, he, he'd be, it would be like 4 a.m. for him or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'd have to work that out, but I wouldn't mind getting him on at some point. For, he lives for in the UK, I think. Yep. So. Yeah, to figure that out for him. Jorge has says, since some of you want a D-pad on the Switch 2, do you think Nintendo should just drop Joy-Cons altogether and force buyers to buy a second controller to play local multiplayer? Yes. Yeah, I would. I personally, yes. I don't. I don't. I don't care about the Joy Cons at all. <laughs> I have no. Pro, I use the Pro controller unless it's in handheld mode. I've never passed the Joy Con off to a single person randomly in the last five or six years. So. Well, then how are you going to play WarioWare? Move it. <laughs> I do that like every weekend. I'd be kind of bummed. You can still sync them up, but I don't need that to be the primary controller. I don't, I don't think you need to. Um... You can still make a Joy-Con with the D-pad, and it can still function in the same way, can it? Yeah, yeah. Just make a D-pad like Joy-Con too. Just do that. Just do that. I mean, the Switch Lite has it. Did the uh, uh, the Pro Controller's D-pad get better over time? Because I got the the launch one, and the D-pad was so bad with false diagonals that I never used it again. I hated it that. It got slightly better. They they revised right. it like they revised the thing like okay. five times so far <laughs> internally. Um, How do you use the Switch Lite D-pad? What's yeah, that? I, Oh, oh, switch light. Grub, have you used the switch light D-pad? I have, and I do like that. Is it like that? Yeah, I think okay. so. I think it's pretty similar. Okay, yeah, it's it's close. To, I, I'm very happy with the switch light D-pad. Yeah. G-Man says, hey, Jeff, the ending of Firewatch sucks, Grub. <laughs> hey, you're allowed to think that. I'm allowed to think it's a red flag if you don't like it. <laughs> and John, I love the Switch 2 more than my family spawn wave. Why does the PS5 only have 12 exclusives? <laughs> 
I don't know. Because games are expensive to make. They're quite expensive. Let's see, we have fire with a little bird emoji there. JT says, God of War and a Prince of Persia, the Lost Crown style. Oh, like a 2D God of War. That okay with that. That'd, That'd be, be rad. Fantastic. Yeah. I'd be okay I'd with be that. One million Ghost. percent down. Have you seen some of the, the stuff of fighting, the combat, like people who are really good at fighting games playing the Lost Crown and showing off what's yeah. capable in that? You add a good combo system to a 2D God of War. I, yeah, I would love that. This is from Bernie. It says, hope you all are having a good night. I see Jeff Grubb is here, so I got to say, let's go Lions. Yeah, Tomorrow. can't wait. I can't believe it. Tomorrow. AJ says, Hellblade 2 definitely gets dated Thursday, right? Unless it's this direct shadow drop this time around. I think. <laughs> right, little eye emojis. Hellblade 2 available right now. No? Okay. <laughs> the, I mean, it's supposed to be the, the big thing about Game Pass. They can shadow drop anything whenever, right? It's in there now. Go get it. I suppose it does like mitigate that a little bit, right? Because yeah, you don't those first day sales maybe don't matter quite as much. The Uncharted Wolf says, "Any thoughts on a Spyro game coming soon?" They've been hinting at it. They've put a little card out that's like, "Gotta believe 2024." Yeah, I yeah would, it wouldn't surprise I think, me. I think I think a Spyro game is going to get announced this year. So I don't know if it's coming out this year. I think it's getting announced this year though. Liam says, "Do we know for certain Switch Two is even 2024?" We do not. Could be called the Super Switch. I hope it never comes the... out. Switch <laughs> two with uh... <laughs> our podcast would suffer a little bit. That's fine, bro. I was I I did Wii U shit. All right, for Nintendo enthusiasts for years, you learn how to how to squeeze water on <laughs> rock. That's exactly right. I did Wii U stuff too. That was brutal, but you you figure out how to get it done one way or another. Andy says Microsoft will recover. They make a mean toaster. I saw that the Xbox Series S toaster. Kit Smooth says Player S in summary is correct. Casual Noob Gamer says why buy Xbox console if games go elsewhere eventually? True. Oh, Microsoft just wants your money yeah. and they want your Game Pass subscription. So hey, look, they already man. said they don't care. Game Pass, maybe you buy you buy it because there's Game Pass. You buy it because you like the controller you like the system or you because you like the quick resume certain features i mean there's there's i guess there's there's other reasons it's why they're not doing a pro because they already have a pro it's called a pc like they're yeah they, they don't care yeah uh michael says with games becoming all digital on standard x86 hardware do you think home consoles will become obsolete with the actual differentiator now storefront subscription and catalog you think it'll become a home console? Uh, people, people have been theorizing home consoles are going away for decades already. Like we, that like PS3 and 360 generation was going to be like the last gen or something at one point. Or Pactor said that was for the PS4 and Xbox One. It's Microsoft's looking at people, ARM as well for their next one, so they might even go away from x86. So that we'll was see. one of their slides. Yeah, I saw that. I, w I wouldn't be surprised. They might be thinking that by the time we get to, well, it was going to be 20. I mean, at this point, they might launch 2026. Who knows? But. Arm, th these mobile chips are getting pretty. Oh yeah, pretty good. They're they pretty are. They're, go they're going up in power faster than x86 is going down and improving in efficiency. So it might make sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Axiom says Origami King is going for a hundred dollars on eBay now. Weird. Is it really? 
Yeah, is because that of, because of that because the going out of print thing. Yeah, the going out oh. of it looks like some people are speculating, you know, Nintendo selects situation. So oh. and no one wants that badge of shame, the yellow <laughs> Nintendo selects. <label>, so. <laughs> These are all right Wii U games. <laughs> I'll oh, keep yeah. it a buck. I bought Pikmin three <laughs> the other day. I'm like, oh, no, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that player's choice banner on that oh, shit, man. man. <laughs> You saw Prime Let video. Everybody know you broke. <laughs> <laughs> Letting everybody know you're a brokey? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> oh, man. It reminds me, I was shut up to school with my Hakeem Olajuwon shoes when everyone was wearing Jordans. So, yeah. <laughs> a big 34 on the side. <laughs> a big 34 on the side. Yeah, you know. Yeah, had a pair, bro. They were $34. They were on sale. I got them. My mom got me those too. I was like, well, I can't That's get shit. You know, yeah. hey, I can't get Jordans. I can't get Jordans, but I'll take this. Uh -huh. They were good. <laughs> And I'm joking with the brokey stuff, guys. Like, I bought Player's Choice all the time. I, I'm, I'm joking. Don't, don't take it serious. OJ's calling you all poor. <laughs> Trying not to get canceled. <laughs> this goes, this is, I think after the 360 era of Xbox, they must have felt pretty confident about the brand. The always online DRM stuff really left a bad taste in everyone's mouth. We can see the trend of everything becoming digital with Best Buy pulling all physical. Don Matrick was a visionary. It's pretty obvious. <laughs> He's ahead of his time. And you should have just bought a 360, okay? Uh, yeah, if it wasn't for them trying to put a security camera in your living room, they might have had something there. Oh, well. Scar says a definite visual upgrade. Definitely. I mean, Scent, not so much for you, Sean. For the mask. Yeah, oh, fuck all of that. He says, uh, no consoles plus Game Pass over console plus no games. Disco says, I think live service might still have some gas in the tank, but what's the next big thing? And will it be Sony that finds it? Sony might be a juggernaut, but they keep canceling their live service games. Costs versus benefits, maybe. The, the next big thing is obviously Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. People <laughs> are blow up the industry. This title. Mm -hmm. Great. The they lifted the NDA the on this thing, and uh, I think they were expecting it to go over well when they did that. It did not. <laughs> so I watched the gameplay. I mean, I was trying to give it a... It, it looks bad like it looks oh, like well, a, a bad version of destiny i played the out sean oh yeah they the lifted alpha. it on Wait, the sean, nda on you Fuck yeah no they I. did they lifted it on me, me yeah. nate i think mg played a little bit of it uh i played two hours and uh that was enough for me <laughs> so, mm. uh, yeah not, not great not great did not, uh, not rock steady spending seven eight years on this, this is a, a tragedy tra this is a tra I was just a travesty. Yeah, tragedy. It, it's every this is from one of my favorite studios in the 360 era, right? Like with Batman, this is just I don't care what any type of justification. This is it's not cool, man. This this sucks. Like it just I feel bad for them because you know maybe they were pushed in this direction, but at the same time, it's like, bro, like this is not good, man. Com coming from Batman, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, like, oh man, it is what it is, though, right? Mm -hmm. They uh they have like traversals different for each character and uh, like for example uh, Captain Boomerang he throws Boomerang he'll warp to it like super speed to it and stuff which is fine but it just it didn't feel great necessarily using it in combat it just it didn't feel like I could control it very well and they have like cutscenes set up to show all this stuff and it's super high quality I'll give them that mm -hmm. yeah. but yeah. at the same time it 
feel like most people are just going to go online and watch all the cutscenes back to back to back. And that, I guess the only compelling thing about this is the story, because as I was playing the game and they have you like go off with Flash and Green Lantern, they're like wreaking havoc in the city and I'm jumping around and I'm like, OK, all right, this is like Crackdown 3. It's like, oh, wait a minute. This is like Crackdown 3. Oh, no. It's oh, <laughs> like the feeling jumping around and stuff. I was like, oh. That's enough for me. And it was like, it was yeah. like, it, this is like, this is like midnight, 1 a.m. And it was so it was like pitch black, silent in my house. And I just turned the Xbox off and it's just quiet. <laughs> John, better or worse than DC Universe Online at launch? It doesn't feel like that, though. It's not like, like, it's more action okay. based, right? Whereas DC does have like the menus, to, you know, you're clicking and moves. This is more like you hit a button and you'll shoot guns and aim down sights and that sort of thing. But it just. Man, what a sad time that was. Ugh. Don't feel like going back. But anyway, I'm going to probably hate beat it in uh, about a month. So, look <laughs> <out> for that. <laughs> Saints Row? Do it. Saints Row. Yeah, all I saint, I'll Saints Row that thing. Yeah. <laughs> I give Suicide Squad a six out of ten. <laughs> Mark it down. Mark it down. <laughs> no, you get Saints Row a nine. You get, you get, it's going to get like an eight or nine. <laughs> No, there's too much negative publicity about it, though. <laughs> oh, man, I I'll play it. I got to see the story through, but that's about it. I don't Why? Know. Who is Captain I, I, Boomerang, by the way? One of Flash's like, is that a real? One of Flash's major. Uh, villains, they're all yeah. real. You could literally say any combination of words and they're a DC character. There's a calendar man. You're kind of right, actually. <laughs> Cal- calendar man was in uh was in Batman, wasn't was in our, Yeah, and then he actually had some pretty cool things. That's tied right, to that's the, right, yes, yes. He's uh, in one of the games yeah. already. The system's yeah, yeah, calendar, in, though. He would actually say yeah. things on different days. If you're oh, in you, Batman, you, you're fine. Did you watch any of the, the, the movies, the animated movies for, uh, like, Batman and Suicide Squad, like Assault on Arkham? No. That's actually a good one. You might like that, because you like Mask of the Phantasm. Captain Boomerang is originally a Batman villain, right? Or no, is he, I'm was, pretty sure he's Flash. He was one of Flash, the okay. Flash. Yeah. Flash, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because in the in the game he gets the super speed like Flash and he's like making fun of him and laughing and Oh, okay. That's that that's why. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So that I mean that stuff was good. I'm like, okay, this is this is fine. And they have like the funny cutscenes where it's all dramatic and stuff, and then somebody trips over something or you know, punches it. It's so they're playing into kind of the the joking nature of how these are just misfits trying to take down the Justice League. They have like Wonder Woman's not under mind control and stuff in the beta, and it's, I don't know. The story is interesting, but I the, the gameplay just does not. It's just not there, so <laughs> it's sad. I didn't play with other people though, so I don't know. Maybe it's more fun with. I mean, we got through Redfall. Did you? Uh, did you just really, really love Gotham Knights with other people? No. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't get anyone to play Gotham Knights after the <laughs> an hour. Sean wouldn't talk to me for two days after I made him download the game and play it. He was he, right. He just he just excommunicated for half a week. Yeah. So had to learn a lesson, pal. Shame with Rocksteady. And could have just made another Batman game, but oh well. Yep. I, Superman would have been cool. I don't know. Uh, Sean, we have Sega. I got Sega news for you. Yeah, five. We had five games that were, of course, announced. There's three more that apparently were put out there by Insider Gaming. Do you have any any uh, insight on the three games? Because there, there's Panzer Dragoon, That's the only Sakura one Tyson, and yeah. 
Mike Here Tyson. we go. <laughs> Neon Genesis Evangelion. Galleon. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Did I do it? I did it? All right, good. I've, I've never really watched that. I see people talk about it on Twitter. It's uh, it's not as easy to pronounce as Gundam Wing, so I just watched Gundam Wing instead. <laughs> yeah, I'd be interested in uh, seeing what they do with Panzer. I think, I mean, you know, it's it's a franchise that I think would still lend itself to be interesting. I would assume they would go in the more traditional direction instead of the saga RPG direction. But yeah, I, th- I think that would be cool. Um, the other two things I could care less about. I think wouldn't saga like a, a new Sega Panzer Dragoon saga RPG, I think would hit really Ooh. hard these days. I, but then you get into the whole budget thing, risk and reward. Yeah, really good point. Okay. I yeah, think, they, these I games think look like they're bigger budget than what you might imagine, but they're not that big. You're right. Right. Um, I mean, I would love to see a, a Skies of Arcadia HD version <sighs> if, you, if you want to test the water. You can't really do that with Saga because, I mean, you would have to, I think, code was lost on it or something. Yeah, the co- so. the, they could, they, you know, they could release, you know, an emulator on a disc sort of thing. Uh, something along those lines. Saturn emulations better than it has been. But yeah, they don't oh, have yeah. the original source code. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it'd be tough, but um, I, I would love to see it. I just, you know, you got to be somewhat financially responsible with it. Would you, you would green light the skies of Arcadia HD if you were in charge of Sega? Oh, yeah. I think that would do fine. And, and once again, okay, you don't work for Sega. Um, and once yeah. again, like, I, I think that's a, that's a low, that's a low risk, high reward proposition. Mm. I, I can't believe they haven't tried that yet. Maybe they, maybe they are doing it now because apparently they got some new leadership in there for Sega and, or Sega America and Europe. So, Please. yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe they're, maybe they're going to take a shot at some of this stuff. It seems like that would be a good one. Just test the waters. You're right. You're right. But Pan's Dragoon's the only one you're looking at that's like, I mean, I, I looked at the three games. And I was like, yeah, it's probably just Panzer for sure. For sure. Yeah, if you talk I, about I, don't, I don't I don't know shit about the other two. The so. others. Uh, well, I think the other one is Soccer Wars, basically. Yeah, but, people love uh, Soccer Wars. I've never played it, but my discord but went thought, wild for it last year. But is it wasn't there one on the like, I there's feel one, like that's a, there's one that's one of the a that. Yeah, yeah like that there's there's a a franchise that hasn't the, been. Yeah, hasn't been one like this for a while. It's good. It, it's good it's it's just didn't do as well as maybe they would have hoped or it really didn't do well at all uh but it's a good game i mean i liked it when i played it i'm a i'm a fan of socket wars i'm a fan of all like panzer all that stuff if they if it comes back i would also you know um valkyria chronicles i mean hopefully they bring that back too i think that'd be really still good two more games apparently that we don't know about that are or two more franchises coming back one of them needs to be comic zone that's obvious so it leaves one more up everyone else <laughs> Comic Zone is one of the rumored one. Is that your, what you're saying? Because it is rumored. Comic well, Zone. Yeah, because yeah, they had friend. they said a a movie. Um, they're working on a movie for mm-hmm. that. What make do we What friend. do we think? What do we think? Um, the other Konami thing is. I think that's interesting, mm. and that wasn't on your topics list because you're terrible at your job. It can be now if you want it to be. Oh, got Google Drive is so we can edit. We can edit it. Oh well, other Konami um, game. What do you think, yeah. Sean? I don't know. Mm, another don't Konami. Know. What does the bring something else back? It, it, well, it's bigger than Felix and mm-hmm. Rocket Knight because they're doing it at IGN's thing. You know what I'm know, saying? Uh, Do we have any other like details, any other circumstantial stuff? Because they've the, for a long time, like alongside this Metal Gear Solid stuff, it's you know Castlevania is the other thing that gets mentioned all the time 
in, in that same breath. And we haven't yeah. had anything confirmed from that yet. Yeah. And I mean, they did, you know, the, the other two collections. So it, you know, it would be kind of, it's a new game. It's that's the, the, you know, the thing, the thing I've heard. Oh, no, no, no. And... This, this is the limited run thing. This oh, is okay, something limited. limited. Okay. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, okay. It's, okay. it's gotta be a retro collection. Um, I mean, do we, do we think maybe silent Hill? Like, Oh, like I don't the, know. the original. Okay, yes. Pay attention, okay? I don't mean Silent Hill 2, because that's apparently coming out this year. Right, but uh, okay, in that same vein, supposedly Metal Gear Solid uh, Delta is coming out this year, and they just released Uh the the, the trilogy, so I don't think that that's outside the realm of possibility, necessarily. But yeah, that Rocket Knight's gonna be fucking hype. Uh, I'll go with um, pop and music. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i don't know i'm looking at their list of I'm, I'm trying to pick out what would be i don't know realistic here bloody roar oh yeah like, i'm thinking of be, like limited run right well no but it has to be carbon engine friendly and uh, so now you're here li- well yeah because there's certain systems because we talked about it and my i mean that's obviously dated by like six months now or something so who knows what's been advanced but uh it would be cool if and this is going to be a rights nightmare but what if they just did an arcade collection of all their ip games like the simpsons and and uh, x-men and stuff like that that was all that Con- konami right yeah i mean that would, got... that would rule ninja yeah, ninja turtles jeez yeah and i mean they've done ninja turtles yeah, they have done you that, know, yeah. in the in the cowabunga collection that's right so. yeah so yeah maybe something along those lines yeah yeah for sure you could do play he's doing playstation with the carbon engine yeah mm. but, so i mean Va- you... vandal hearts okay station oh, come on dance dance That's revolution funny. beat mania yeah is there a celebration of anything because like jurassic park was based on the, the uh, celebration 30th anniversary uh let's see so disney owns x-men and simpsons right yeah, and John Drake is pretty down to like do a lot of business like that. Yeah, I mean they did the arcade one up for yep. both X Men and Simpsons. Yep. Deck of Sports. <sighs> That's a Hudson <laughs> Soft game. Oh, it's under their list. Well, yeah, because Konami owns Coded Arms. Soft. That'd be cool. I mean, you can do a PSP game, right? Coded Arms. I remember. <laughs> I remember when Coded Arms came out. My buddy bought it for his PSP. <laughs> it's just Contra with online. That's all it is. Maybe we already uh, got a wanna... contract collection, though. But with online, did it actually have that built in? No, it didn't. I do want to point this out uh, as this was something that uh, was broke. If, if they did Snatcher and Police Knots, it's not like, Snatcher. That, that'd, be, that'd be too good if it was Snatcher. Well, they're doing that other collection that fucking Joe from GameSack made a big huffy and puffy about the translation and all those other fucking retro dorks. I mean, I'm friends with them. They're like, who did this translation? Is it a working design translation? Is it an official? Like, shut up. God damn. Did an AI do this? It's like, bro, chill out. I don't even, I don't, I'm not even familiar with the fucking series, but people acted like it was like the second coming of Christ. And I was like, okay. Okay. But that, but that I, was a, that was, that was the limited run compilation that they're doing, but it was only, the games were only released in Japan is what I'm saying. And they're being uh, translated for the first time. 
But Snatcher, Snatcher would be pretty. That'd be pretty good. If that, if oh, that I'm talking about, up, yeah, I'm talking they about do well, something that like invokes Kojima, Kojima like that. If there's money to be made, I mean, I look so. at Metal Gear. That might Metal Gear. I guess so. Fun. Yeah. Strap a Zone remaster. But Metal Gear's like there's too much money in Metal Gear to ignore it. I don't think I don't think they're expecting like Police Knots and Snatcher to hit like that. But if you do like Police Knots translated for the first time and Snatcher together, like bro. That'd be pretty good. Think of how much Snatcher fucking costs. Like Yeah, how much is that now? Uh, I, last I, I looked, it was like 1700 CIB. Oh, what? Remember we used to have one of those in the store, Evan, back in the day <laughs> on the Sega CD? Man, but like, oh my just, gosh, look at this thing. You Gee, can, yep, we had that. I, we had that I think if, you, if they did that, like, and I mean, obviously, Ko- Kojima would get paid off of it because it's his work. So, I mean, it's win, win, win across the board. I, I don't think, think he, I don't know if he would get paid. Like, yeah, it, it depends on the contract. Yeah, but, but. You know, whatever. You're right. That they, they if them. they think they can make money, they wouldn't care. You're right. Yeah. That would be sick though if they if they announced Snatcher. Yeah, you do Snatcher, SD Snatcher, and Police Knots. Which SD Snatcher was the super deformed one that came out on. I never played Police Knots. Is it good? Um, I, I have a translated it. version. It's it's interesting. I have a, I have never played it to completion. Um, okay. So I can't really speak too much on it. But it's it's an interesting enough premise, and I mean it's the same sort of thing yeah snatcher's already translated we're talking you would need what is snatcher though explain have you ever seen blade runner yeah it's like what if kojima just watched blade runner and then made a movie or made a game about it basically it's a point and click style game with like limited shooting segments but the story and the writing is really it was a sega cd game and the story and the writing is actually like really well done and there's lots of nods to metal gear stuff that becomes more prevalent like your your little assistant thing is called metal gear and like there's outer haven and stuff like that so there's, there's lots of cool nods to it but it's, it's a it's a it's a very cool game um but you have to like that sort of storytelling and stuff like that but very very adult mature themed game i'm gonna put my money on it is symphony of the night finally coming to switch that would be fucking great that would be fantastic well, it is overdue well. This is from, let me go through some of the super chats here as we finish up. This is from Joshua Butts, who says, I would love to see Adam Korlick come on the Spawncast sometime. Y'all could talk a bunch about the inevitable dreaded all, de- all digital future. Well, plenty of time to talk about that here pretty soon, I think. Best Buy and Target. Ruffle Mutt says, Switch 2 is weak, but the Steam Deck is a 4090. Switch 2 is way too weak. Like, yeah. All those confirmed specs that are out there. Dev kits, people got dev kits and shit. I've seen like it. Not, they've confirmed everything. Specs are confirmed. <laughs> dev kits are out there. Games. Eight Mario's gigabytes. Be, let's go. Yeah, Mario's gonna be seventeen, four times bigger. It's gonna have mm-hmm. Pauline and all. Every everybody just knows every sex scene for the first time. Mm-hmm. Can <laughs> see Mario's butthole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hold up here. I didn't say only fans the game, but at least hold up. <laughs> Yum Yum says there was a God of War Betrayal on 2D released on mobile. Never known to most gamers. I think that got obviously you can't play it now, but that was on like it's like old Nokia phone stuff back in the day. Yeah, that was that was a while ago. Jacob says, what are the odds Ghost 2 is this year? Uh, probably not very high. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like 20% maybe. Like one in five yeah, chance. I'd like it, but I'm I'm thinking if any if if anything, that might be like we'll say first half of next year or something. But mm-hmm. 
David says, besides player essence, is anyone else hyped for uh, Penny's big breakaway from the Sonic Mania team? That game is shaping up to be a massive shakeup for the 3D platforming genre. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, it looks cool. I've, I've talked about it when it was when it was first shown off. Are you ready to love again, Sean, after what happened with Balan, though? No, I, I well, I've never really loved before in my okay. life. So. All right, that, all right, that helps, actually. Yeah. CJ says, why does everyone ignore final success? 100,000 users average of Steam since release. I don't know, Sean, he tried playing it for five minutes and rage quit halfway through. It was closer to like four minutes. So I'm going to be real. He rage quit. He, did, he actually turned off his Xbox. He just gave up. And Nate, it was up to Nate and I, and we pulled out the win later. We got it. But no, I, I don't know. I just. It was OK. We played the same map over and over again, I think, for a while. And I was like, ah, I think I have enough. Senors Bean says Ghost Tsushima was mixed 83 meta like Starfield. Yeah, it's actually a little weird that Metacritic is in 83. Here's, here's I, felt, the, I felt like it would be higher than that. Here's the thing. What the journalists thought about Ghost of Tsushima and mm -hmm. its scores don't reflect what they actually thought about the game. They thought the game was like a 90 plus, but for some reason, other people felt the game was too. Other sites felt like the game was too Assassin's Creed. Too right? Assassin's Creed, exactly what happened. Yeah, so that's what happened. So you had a bunch of people that thought the game is too Assassin's Creed, so it's going to get an 8 out of 10. But then a lot of people voting like Game of the Year and a lot of the journalists felt, no, this is like a 9 or 9.5 or a 10 out of 10. So it created that that mixed type of thing where you saw it get, you know, in the Game of the Year voting for many different things, but it has a little bit of a lower lower uh, Metacritic, whereas Starfield, it's just, it just seemed like it was universally this is just either mid or I like it a bit, you know? I mean, there are some I really like the game, but it's not the same vibe. If you just actually look at the individual, what people are saying and the voting went, you can clearly see that people felt Ghost is a way better game. Despite them having the same average, people felt Ghost was way better, you know? If mm -hmm. you just look at what people were saying, like, especially like the Game of the Year voters and stuff like that, you know? Josie, put ghost tsushima on on your list all right no i've been looking at it for a long time i was kind of like when it was first it's on the ps4 right yeah yeah but they yeah. did a ps5 version of it now director and it's on um playstation plus so. yeah my brother had it so i've been looking at checking it out for a while yep they did a whole uh, ps5 upgrade for it but it's it's it, you have playstation plus it's on there so put on the all list. right good game it's on the homework yeah. list yeah okay. you can also borrow it from your sister too she, and she can also I don't have a sister. I have a brother. Oh, my bad. Uh, also played yeah. Mike Tyson's Punch Out. If we're just handing out games, you have to play. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have played Punch Out. <laughs> okay. No, 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 that's no. real good. You play. You played Punch Out, not Mike Tyson's Punch um, Out. Oh, yeah, Mr. Dream yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. There's a difference. Well, sure. she has Tekken coming up soon. She's so gonna be busy, but you, got, you guys know I'm number 83 in the world in, in Punch Out, right? I have the speed on speedrun.com. Uh, let's yeah, really? number 83 in the world yeah. in Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Yeah. What? So yeah. random. Yeah. Random flex. I like it though. Yeah, right. Well, hey, listen, you don't you you don't spend six months trying to do something and then not tell people about it. Oh no, no. I, I said I like I like it. Oh, man. <laughs> Mutt says. By the way, playing Gravity Rush two. Screw that live action. Uh, what is they that? Showed, they, they showed some live action. What is Gravity that? Rush. I don't make I don't another know. fucking game, you weirdos. <laughs> they destroyed the studio that made the game. <laughs> well, fucking outsourced it. Hey, Team Asobi going to come out swinging with the next Gravity Rush. Watch out. <laughs> Casual new gamer says, which is better, Gotham Knights or Suicide Squad? Well, I haven't played 
through Suicide Squad yet, but uh, I don't know. Let's I'll take Gotham Knights right now. I don't even got to play. I'll take Gotham Knights right now. <laughs> Disco says, what's everyone's thoughts on handheld PCs or any form of portable console? I've been more interested in them recently, thinking of an Asus ROG or some other emulation machine. I did get an mm-hmm. Ambernick. Yeah, uh, I love I mean, ROG is God tear. I will say that I don't remember the, the, the name of it, the wood grain uh, Ambernick that I got sent. And I made a video on. Um, I think I talked about GameCube stuff on it. I have used that so much for my book, like all of the screenshots of the N64 wrestling games. I took it on there because they look, it looks really good on there. And like, that thing is so like beefy. Like it plays Dreamcast games. Great. It plays most PS2 games really well. GameCube games really well. Like fucking Twilight Princess runs on that thing. Like it's super good for the price. I love that thing. Yeah, I'm I'm, uh, I'm I'm obsessed with these things. Uh, I feel the same way about all my like Android handhelds uh, that uh, RTT just said. And then um, I, I've been playing a ton, show, a ton of Roger Ally. I call it the Roger yeah, side, the Rog Ally. Fucking amazing! It, it's great. I, I hate Windows, uh, but dealing like on these devices, using Windows is a real pain in the ass. It could be really messy sometimes. But once you're in the game, it's great. The games run really well. I really like my Steam Deck OLED, and I just got the. Um, the uh, Aya Neo slide that has the slide out keyboard, like my old sidekick and I'm an uh, oh, old man. Funny. So that got me excited. Uh, it, games actually run surprisingly good on that. It has like the same chip that's in all the top end uh, handheld PCs from China. These things are pr- pretty good right now. If you get in, if you get like the Steam Deck OLED, you get the Roger Ally, th- those things are going to treat you right. Uh, you're going to be able to play most new games on there. Uh, I think like Avatar didn't run very well, but like most, uh, most everything else does. And PlayStation 3. PlayStation 3 is a fucking beast on the ROG ally. Yeah, I play That's what I use it for all the time. Yeah. On the sand. Yep, 50 cent. Let's go. TJ says, just a reminder that P3 and FES have worse combat and are stuck on PS2 and PS3, while P3 port- Portable has better combat but less content and worse presentation. P3R fixes all of that, but no FES story. Shout hey. out to Joe. Hey. You know. <laughs> Elliman says games are getting too expensive and console hardware is expensive selling at a loss. How long till Sony stops selling consoles? Uh, they'll keep hey. selling consoles till the end of time. If they could, they have to, that's one of their main sources of income. Yep. Is their game vision. Boot says for the first time in a decade, I got all of my games on one wall using track shelving for Mac storage. Anyone else have overdue game storage wins? That's Sean and book. I think one time a bookshelf fell on you or something. Well, you remember when I moved and you had to come help me and all my bookshelves broke. That was fun. Yeah, they just broke. Yeah, they're just busted in the. In the but trash. no, I mean, I, I sold most of my shit. Yeah, so. you got all of it. Yeah. yeah. TJ says, and yes, I'm aware Persona 3 Reload is on Game Pass, but I don't have an Xbox and my PC isn't convenient to play it. So I'm getting it on PS5. All right, there you go. Shout out to TJ. Yum Yum says, what US cartoons? great to port into a video game where's jordan yum, yum. that is a that's a jordan question what yeah what's a what's a good cartoon sean that you should send into a video game uh dino saucers no sean you no let me give you a swat cats take swat cats and make an incredible game and the swat cats have a, a game nintendo game it, for that right it does have a yeah. game but we need a new game was <laughs> there ever a, I, that game but i remember as a kid i really a, wanted it I played it. never a Dino Saucers game. Swat is so I can make that childhood dream come true right now. A good Avatar game would be good. 
You could talk to oh, um, not for that price. Never mind. John Ray, <laughs> he might be able to. I guess SWAT cats two hundred dollars. No, it's, it's all a, those oh, fucking games are. It's an okay game. It's not that great, but I mean, if you like SWAT cats, I mean, you'll probably get a little bit of fun. I, I mean, I like SWAT cats, so I like the game. We yeah, I remember the, that the SWAT cats yeah. was, was awesome back then. That's yeah, an awesome sharks. show. So I mean, if they did a I'll game, I'll take a street like sharks beat them up. We do some pirates of dark water. I'll take a street sharks beat them up. Oh, street sharks is good. Yeah, street sharks. You worth that? Man, those toys were banging back in the day. You ever get the Street Sharks toy back in the day? I had one of them, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you could have the thing and like their mouth would close. And... Yeah, yeah. They were, I think they were it was, cool. The video was Vin Diesel. He was one of the people who was actually selling the Street Shark stuff back in the day. That was kind of funny to watch. Well, they were they were awesome. Let me go through. <laughs> Fuck you. To... <laughs> yeah, you remember that, don't you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you probably remember the theme song now, too, because I said that. Darkwing Duck had a game on the NES. It was good. Okay, you know, had a game on the Pick NES. cartoon. We're putting a hundred million dollars behind it. What do you got? Dinosaurs. Okay. Pirates of Dark Water. No, we already have good DuckTales games. I know. Games. We could get a new updated one. They released a new show reboot. You reboot yeah, the game no, too. No, oh, no, what about Freakazoid? Like Everybody oh, liked the reboot. Yeah. No, Freakazoid. Yo, Freakazoid would be so cool. <laughs> Why do I feel like there was a Freakazoid game? I don't think there was there was an animaniacs I mean, we're talking about like, game so we're talking about like but, super nintendo mm. ps1 games like we're we're talking about like plate we're gonna start developing now playstation 6 come on and wind me says i want dino riders <laughs> i'm telling you man freakazoid uh, it's ahead of its time it's funny you can go watch freakazoid right now and like laugh at some of the jokes even though some of it's old but it's still really funny let me uh let me go around here as we finish up jeff where can everyone find you? Yeah, uh, I'm on giantbomb.com. Uh, I do a, a daily news show on there at 11 a.m. Eastern. Uh, it's it's live. Come hang out. We talk about video games for an hour. Um, uh, and then I got my game mess here on YouTube, Jeff Grubb's Game Mess. Um, we do uh, Last of the Nintendogs on Tuesday and Game Mess Decides on Thursday. Those are podcasts. They happen around 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, tune in for those. And then, you know, just on Twitter, Je at Jeff Grubb. Uh, trying to use that less, but hey, I, I can't help myself. I'm on there a lot. I have your channel link down below in the description. People go check it out. Thanks, John. Jeff's, Jeff's active over there. He's got you covered. I'd also want to recognize two of the Streamlabs messages here. Rick said, how'd this launch lineup be for Switch 2, Mario Kart 9, a new Mario 3D, Star Fox, Metroid Prime 4, then tech demo stuff like uh, how 1-2-Switch and ARMS was, then third-party games, Elden Ring, Starfield, Genshin, and Star Rail. <laughs> that would be... That'd be insane. That'd be, most, that'd be the right. most ridiculous launch lineup of all that'd time. Be, that would be a bad idea. <laughs> all the good games out at the same time. Yeah, right, and then people it. don't people don't buy it, and then people and then people oh, it's not selling. No, no, we can't have that. You got to spread it out, man. Then Liam did ask Jeff, do you personally think the next Nintendo console will have backwards compatibility? Yeah, yeah, I think uh, it is in Nvidia's interest to help Nintendo figure that out. Okay, there you go, Josie. Where can everyone find you? You can find me on YouTube at Josie Woe. Uh, I'm playing through Metroid Prime 2, or not Prime 2, Metroid 2 on the Game Boy. So if you want to check that out, uh, I'll be live at some point. Uh, RGT Nate and I just lost, launched, like relaunched the podcast, I guess, on a new channel too, where we talk all about Nintendo. So you guys should check that one out. It's a good time. But yeah, thank you for having me on. It's called, uh, what's it called, Josie? Oh, Game and Talk Podcast. I can, can I drop the link in the chat? No, no, no cross promotion. Unfortunately, <laughs> wait, it's, it's Josie, Josie's been going, uh, going serious with this too. You guys check it out. Check it out there. Check it out. 
Got that. And they're also live streaming it now, too. So they <laughs> yeah, want to me pop up in, in my store. Oh, yeah. What the fuck is this? And I look uh, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> we got to make sure I tell you or how you grow a podcast. Yeah, Sean. Sean, where can I find you? Um, YouTube.com slash dream jesus i wish his camera was still on with the mask yes, <laughs> um, got some mega uploads coming up this week that's a good one i could have i could have went longer yeah, that was the best one kind of recording and then just hold up to the microphone and like have that's it fun you gotta learn the you singer method it. of inhaling while still talking so that you can just go back and forth <laughs> uh all right what about, what about oj yeah uh, i'm not i can't do the dream for like 10 years <laughs> like sean uh but you can find me right here on youtube i pretty much stream uh every day with my player since live show and um I've got some cool videos coming up on Grand Blue Fantasy Relink, um, in addition to an uh, interesting video with Mario plus Rabbids. So if you're um, if you're into those games and want to know some of the reasons why maybe the second one didn't hit like the first one, I've been working on something like that. So check that video out. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Thanks thanks for having me. Uh, Player Essence on YouTube. And uh, yeah, a lot of you guys have been coming over and saying from the Spawncast, so I appreciate you guys. Seriously, I really do. Thank you. What about Evan? You got your, you got your tabletop channel going? Yep. You can find me on YouTube at Kimrix Project. Uh, some more videos coming up. I'm trying to reorganize my schedule so I don't kill myself with burnout again. Um, yeah, it's been fun, though. Almost 4K subscribers, just a little bit off. So it's nice. Nice, nice. That's, right, good stuff. That's good awesome, stuff. man. Yeah. Congrats. Let's check it out. Got some awesome videos for tabletop going. So a lot of Warhammer stuff, Evan. Oh, yeah. Everything's constantly nice. shifting. I think I'm going to try to stream the Las Vegas Open, uh, I think, a week or two from now. That should be fun oh. to watch. Okay, cool. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, but that should do it here for us. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We'll be back next Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. We'll be talking about the Xbox Developer Direct and I'm sure other things that have happened. So, Sean, you have your after show going. It's already live, pal. Jesus. Okay, there you go. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next weekend.